Bazinga! Hello, welcome to the 70th episode of the Lay Poggers podcast. We don't even call it Chillmart. We just say random bullshit like Lay Epic Poggers. Um, I'm Riley, here with... Uh, Hunter. He's a guest. He's never been here before. Uh-uh. You know, it's... it's let, let's give him a round of applause for, for, for joining for the very first time. Oh, I was here last week. Well, that's different. <laughs> yeah. It's the first time you're wearing a green shirt, all right? So it's it's, it's really different. Green. It's different. It's like yellow. Is it? No. I, it's, it's fucking green. What are you talking? All right, all right, it's green. That's it's green. Maybe it's like a gray green, but it's like still green. I don't know. What to just tell. stick with that. Just stick with green, man. Just stick with. Green. What do you think it is? I'm telling you, bro. It's gray. totally green. Gray and black. Black. What? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Maybe I'm colorblind. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, anywho, you can start. Well, it's not like I have a lot of news. It's just a lot of them are like more discussion worthy, I guess. And there's a lot uh, more stuff to it. Sure. Um, the first thing that I'm going to start off with is just so Daniel R P K. He's a movie leaker, as you would put it, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mostly um, superhero stuff, because yeah, everyone seems yeah. to be mostly superhero um, stuff. Or IP-based, I should say. Yeah, he said apparently a de- uh, Bloodborne movie is happening at Sony, um, written by uh, the same guy who wrote Shazam. Oh, uh, but wait, wouldn't like, it... What? Yeah. Like, it's the writer-director? The, the writer. Uh, they don't have a director attached, but it has... No, but, like, I thought the guy that wrote the movie also directed it. Well, that would be awesome if you directed it, too. It, was there more than one writer? I, I, I thought know. there was Let's just see. the one guy. The dude's name is Daniel Lem... Lemme... Oh my god. Well, anyway, Daniel, he's uh, he's very iffy. Mostly because he Shazam. gets trailer stuff right. Like, if he's like, oh, the trailer's coming out this date, he's most likely going to be right. But when it comes to other things, he's most likely... Yeah. Still shot. I've been yeah. blocking most of the movie news people just because I'd actually like to be surprised for once. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, a lot of the time they're just bait now. Yeah, like I blocked my time to shine. Hello. Because she just like comes out with the most fucking random nonsense at this point. Sometimes I think it's funny though because some people actually straight up believe it. <laughs> Red Dead 3 is happening. You have video game news? <laughs> like, hello? Uh, How'd you find that out? Maybe in like twenty years from now, but that's like the least of our worries right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll get GTA Six in like five. Years. <laughs> yeah, it's not done yet. It just started. I think tomorrow is is two K's uh, end of their fiscal year or whatever that they're gonna talk about their year and whatever, whatever they you know studio. Guys, guys, do, guys! So. We made money yeah. from GTA Five. <laughs> We're probably not gonna get a trailer this year. Hell no. <laughs> I would say a shock Game Awards announcement is, like, the I, one possibility. But Rock, otherwise, it's I, next year. Rockstar always surprises us on Twitter, so... Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember when Red Dead Redemption 2 was revealed. It was just, like, a fucking post. It was yeah. just, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. It's like, oh. Okay. Like, they don't <laughs> really need to have marketing behind it. Yeah, it's one of the most profitable and selling games. Story games, I should say. Well, I guess GTA 6, most people play it for the online. I, I did find a website, though, for um, uh, 
uh, specifically movies, not video games, but how reliable, like a one scale of one through ten. And you know, you obviously have the tens with like Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, Variety, and uh, Entertainment Weekly. Those four are pretty good. Sometimes they fuck it up, but like their track record is like for every like nineteen they get right. They have, like, a bit of a slip-up somewhere. So, yeah, they're all pretty freaking reliable. Yeah, they... Um, they actually don't have the Illuminati very high. They're at a 6 out of 10. Well, I, I don't fucking... Like a, you, you see that name and you think that's trustworthy? Well, I always thought they were, like, an 8 or a 7. But, yeah, Daniel's a 5 out of 10. He's, like... And the most unreliable is Grace at a 4 out of 10. Based is... Wait, of how many people though? Um, they don't have that much people on it, okay. but it's, it's yeah, it's they have multiple eight out of tens, but it's like, and giant freaking robot three. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! And we got this covered as a one. Oh, this is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It's true. I think they've maybe gotten one thing right once. And then they just used it. And they're like, guys, remember we got this right? It's like, yeah, the one time you got anything right. Hell yeah. There they are. Um, Matthew Perry, uh, he, he was going to ask Zac Efron to play him in a movie about his life. Or did he? I thought he did. Yeah, I thought him. he did too, but that's going to be awesome. They're going to profit off of his death now. Well, he was yeah. the one going after it. Yeah. yeah. So like, maybe the family will consult on yeah, but now that he's oh, now that gone, he's yeah, yeah now they can okay. cash in on it. Zach's coming for that Oscar though. Yeah, playing yeah. a real life actor that has physical transformation. All right, it's a drama. He's probably gonna scream at some point, and then you have the death scene. Like my god, my god, that's Oscar. That's that's fucking real life person what is he too. Gonna like be my obsessed god, with Batman, like on his Instagram, is he? Yeah, his Instagram, for some reason, was obsessed with Batman. He says Matman on it, if you look at it. I'm Matman. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about Zac Efron for a uh, second. Like, what the Zac fuck? Efron, yeah. Hello? He's going to have to get on that. Persona. But honestly, that's not, like, a horrible pick. Like, I know Zac can act. He just needs the right material. Like, I'm very interested to see what he does in the Iron Claw. It's a wrestling that's coming out in December, I think. I'm curious. I want to like him. I really do. <laughs> it's like when it's like when John Cena, no one thought he was good, and then Peacemaker comes out, and he's like, wait, you can actually act? What the fuck? I feel <laughs> like he, yeah, I, th I feel like he really wants to break away from that, like, pretty boy stuff he got from, like, Baywatch and um, High School Musical. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be really hard for him. Well, that and he picks stuff like the greatest beer run ever. Like, that doesn't help you. That, yeah, does, that doesn't it's fucking true. help you. But, yeah. Well, I, I wish him luck in that journey. I do. I I don't want an actor to fail in trying his dreams. Especially if, like, they're actually good. Like, hello. I want, I want it to go well for them. Uh, Remember, this was about blood. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think they should even, like... A Bloodborne movie is like I, that, like they, just make an anime, <laughs> like not even an anime. I just don't think it can be translated well to TV show. Or I anything. think like it could like look good, I guess. Yeah, it like especially if it was animated, live action. That's because mm. like 
I I don't know. I haven't really played that much the game, but like it starts off as werewolves and then it ends up becoming a metaphor for men, women's menstrual cycles. And I don't know how the fuck that happens, but it gets the there deep at some complex. Point. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I see them adapting is either Sekiro or Dark Souls, and probably Elden Ring because it's popular. But Bloodborne is off the table. I don't know. I just I find it funny that that's the first one they went with. <laughs> yeah, it is, but yeah. yeah. Like Dark Souls, there aren't like a ton of, at least from what I have seen. There's not a ton of like over the top insane fucking eldritch god bosses, at least in the first one. Yeah. Like I feel like that would be more easily adapted as like a cool like atmospheric dark action movie like literally dark is probably dimly lit the whole fucking time <laughs> well, like, I'd, I'd expect it to be animated i don't i don't yeah yeah i that's really yeah yeah i don't think they can translate it very well to live action probably not <laughs> probably not. but yet again they've tried to translate multiple things into live action like sonic <laughs> mm-hmm. i didn't even hate the second one i actually like both of them yeah they're yeah but you can't but, deny they're still ugly well, it's not like the animated no, shows yeah. are any better. That's true. To be but, fair, but but why though? <laughs> That's probably because of the writing, the story. <laughs> Sonic as like a character just does not have a ton of potential. He just runs fast, and then Tails is the annoying sidekick. Knuckles is the the brute. Then Sonic is the fucking school shooter, and then <laughs> and then Amy. Is like just woman. Her personality is woman. She's the token character. And so it's like, I don't know what to tell you. What's what's big? The cat gonna do, huh? What's that gonna add? That silver the hedgehog? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Speaking speaking of Sonic, um, Sega had their fiscal year, however you pronounce that. They had theirs recently. Um, yeah, apparently they're, uh, they, they talked about a big super game, a major title, uh, releasing in 2026. Apparently it's, uh, gonna be, they, they want to make Sonic, like, Mario level. Like, massive. They want to <laughs> make Sonic cool again. And not cringe. <laughs> I thought that's what Frontiers was supposed to do, but... Yeah. So there's just a mega Sonic game coming out in three years. Yeah. But also they expect twelve years are gonna release within the next fiscal year, which I think is twelve what? Twelve games. Sonic games? No, twelve Sega games in general. Oh. Well and like half of that shit's fucking Yakuza. I don't know how they're pulling that shit up. Well <laughs> that's the thing. They also talked about that they wanna bring back many dormant IPs, like crazy Golden Axe? Yo. Golden Axe? Yo? Yeah, they have a lot of beat-em-ups. Beat-em-ups? Like, Streets of Rage 4, I hear, is, like, phenomenal. And Sega, all they did was just let other people make it, and then they made money. (laughs) Like, that's all they need to do with Golden Axe. Just let some people hop in and be like, yo, we'll make a good game for you. You literally have to do nothing. Golden Axe was really fun for no reason, what, I didn't know be- when we played Golden Axe three, we played three. We yeah, played, we did play three. Played three was fun. Yeah, I don't remember the characters' names. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't remember. But uh... you betrayed me and then died in the. <laughs> they did. Uh, 
Speaking of selling off, Konami's, you know, selling off the Silent Hill IP, and they have the new mobile game, Silent Hill Ascension. Okay. Where it's like, it, it's like living, live streaming the the episode, right? I think it's a mobile game. At least it looks like it. You live stream the episode, and <laughs> then everyone who's watching it gets to make choices or whatever that changes Wait, the it's outcome a show? of the story. No, it's a, it's like Until Dawn, but like mm. ev- community votes. Mm. Yeah. To so determine they, the canon interesting choices. The canon? Yeah, the canon Hello. That's a bad idea. They're going to make the worst ones. Well, it's it's going to be funny. So. They're going to make the worst. I, at least I think No, the out. fans are going to pick the worst choices, and it's yeah. going to be really funny. Well, that's the thing. Um, you buy tokens to make choices. Oh, so of people are going to buy t- the, the, the coins to make the worst decisions possible, and that makes it even more funny. Worth it. <laughs> Worth and there's it. a battle pass. For a fucking choice-based game? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So, so they're selling Silent Hill? No, they... they Well, like, they, since they don't make games themselves anymore, they just make mm-hmm. pachinko machines or they whatever. Yes, yes. But, yeah, instead of doing that, they, you know, license off their IPs, like... Well, that licensing one... them out is different from selling. Yeah, not so they're licensing them out so that one team is working on the Metal Gear Solid remake, the mm-hmm. three, and then Bluebird team's working on Silent Hill two, which is apparently coming out in March. Really? Yeah. That's. Uh, is that like, 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 actual info, or is no, that just it's, people it's like, like bullshitting? It's, it's, it's a rumor because of one of those really the, the it's it's one of those. It's one of the rumors where, like, you know, like, on shops and stuff, the release date is leaked. But then a lot of the times, you know, it's like, oh, December 1st or January 1st. But this time it actually has a actual release date instead of just, like, a placeholder. So it has oh, some weight, okay. but, like, not really. But I do well, like, expect it to come around, like, early next year. Next year. Yeah, so. I guess. <laughs> it's going to be mid, probably. Yeah, and that's gonna don't... piss everyone off. And it's like, why wasn't it better? And it's like, I don't. Know. I yeah, I took a little. I after I watched one Silent Hill Ascension video to get information. Um, yeah, I got a whole recommendation for why Silent Hill Two is gonna be bad. The remake. The remake. Yeah. <laughs> like fans are not excited for it. Oh, I'm not excited. <laughs> which 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 sucks. I I mean I hear that it's good. But the original, original yeah. second one. Yeah. But oh well, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna. It's it's about trauma, but like somehow trauma. they're like hit you with it with blunt force instead of being subtle about it. Well, <laughs> the, isn't the entire game just a strand type? Game? You walk yeah, around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pyramid had walks up to the main guy, and he's like, "Aha! I'm a manifestation of your guilt, loser." <laughs> Hell yeah! <clears throat> That's fucking lit. Uh-oh. That's a big one. What's yeah, big? Uh, Planet of the Apes. Did you see Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? Ha! No. no. <laughs> it looks. It looks good. I saw I the screenshot where he has the like the hawk yeah. or whatever, and like that's it. Yeah, it looks good. I don't expect it to be as good as the Matt Reeves trilogy or the the duology. Well, yeah, so Rise was good too. But yeah, it's it's gonna be like. It will certainly, hopefully, yeah. be better than. It's gonna be most better than. <laughs> Three fourths of them, I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 the Fall Guy. 
new personality? Or did you see that trailer at all? I no. saw the first maybe 30 seconds yeah. and gave up. Me too, me too, but I'm watching it anyways because Ryan Goss. That's, that's true. I've we can s- make fun of it. I've seen more clips from memes than actual. So true. No, because once... Who's the who's playing the director? Like, the director's just, like, flirting with the stunt guy. And oh, yeah, stunt... it's Emily Blunt. Oh, you're right, you're right. And then they're just, like, they're flirting. And then the action scene looks like shit. And I'm like, imagine making Atomic Blonde, which isn't very good in the story, but has terrific action. And then you hop from that to fucking Deadpool 2, Fast and Defuriant, Bullet Train, and now that. Like, I'm, where did it go? Where did the talent go? I think you could get rid of Bullet Train because a lot of people love Bullet Train. I actually enjoyed Bullet Train, but I will say it's fucking dumb, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, come on. That's, that's completely fair. Like, come on. Oh, man. I'm All so right. ready for it to be bad. It's the next, um, the Gray Man. They sound the same, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, fuck. Um, yeah, they talked about, uh, Remedy talked about, uh, they talked about their next projects, Alan Wake 1 and 2 remake, and Control 2. 2 remake? Uh. The one that one just, two. what? Uh, n- what? You no, said Alan Wake 1 No, and two. I meant Max Payne. Okay, okay, Max I was Payne gonna be like, hello, <laughs> yeah, there's already yeah. a remake. <laughs> and Control 2 eventually down the road, but remakes first. For Max Payne 1 and For 2. For Max Payne. They're probably going to tie them into their the cinematic two good universe one. somehow. Well, people love 2, and then people sleep on 3. Yeah, because he's Giga Chad, Hawaiian shirt, tourist, dad, Max Payne. Instead of whatever the fuck is happening in the first two. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, but they had Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. But didn't they... Yeah. Uh, oh. my, vi- my favorite video game movie actor is Mark yeah, I liked him in Max Payne. I never watched that movie. And I also fucking hated him in Uncharted. My oh, favorite. yeah. My I favorite. forgot that existed for a second. Oh, so true. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. I'm so glad they haven't announced a sequel, because that would go horribly. They would take another ten years for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Especially because, reason. you know, it didn't do well. It didn't get good reviews. No one liked it. It's really hard to adapt Uncharted. Yeah, not really. <laughs> not really. Like, it's kind of easy, actually. I mean, Tomb Raider has done it three times now. They're getting the new animated show. And I they... thought that was also a live action. Movie. And another. Live I also action thought movie. they shot the sequel. Did they? I thought they did <laughs> because I saw like a title well. somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, they're actually making a sequel." Interesting. I thought people didn't like it. Like an adaptation of Rise of the Tomb Raider? Or are they just not going in that direction? I no fucking clue. Yeah, I, I'm just, I haven't seen Alicia Vikander in literally anything since Tomb Raider. So. That's that's true, too. She won her Oscar, then she just took she Fucking disappeared. <laughs> she disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she just doesn't have a good agent. Or she retired. Or she was harassed. For what? Tomb Raider? Yeah, not having big booba. I don't think that's her fault. Also, she is perfectly average booba. <laughs> nope, needs to be big poly, poly, Pol- polygon. polygonal booba. <laughs> well, yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has done literally nothing for the past year outside of Indiana Jones. <laughs> anyway. That's true. Um, 
I ha- have you seen it yet? No. I I saw her in uh I actually saw her in uh Solo when I watched Solo. I forgot she was the robot. She's all, she's she's good, but the character, the robot character is pretty annoying. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Uh <coughs> the the big one is Bungie laid off 10% of their 8% of their staff. And it got rid of the composer. And they fired the composer. Again. Both of them. Again. Oh, there was two? Oh, yeah, was there just was just one. Yeah, there was the big one and then there was the other one. But Michael they, Salvatore they can make movie together. scores. That shit's gonna fucking slap. No, he's gonna stick with video games. <laughs> what? Boo, boo. We just need to do a what Bear McCreary did. He went from God of War to Child's Play. <laughs> I think he. Also, <laughs> he also worked on. I think he also worked on Rings of Power. Bear McCreary, or yeah, Michael I, Salvatore? No, B- Bear McCreary. I s- did it sound good? Yeah, yeah. The soundtrack slap. What do you mean? Well, I'm just think, thinking about unless it's another short Child's Play remake. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> there was like a big reveal where he's just like making the music for it and like for the child's play ring did you just need to pay out pay a bill <laughs> was that what this is for <laughs> they really wanted to have john carpenter but he doesn't he doesn't want to make movies anymore is, uh, didn't he announce that he was scoring something recently probably <laughs> All he does is compose now. He doesn't yeah. even fucking direct anything. He he did talk about that. He just says, "I just want to play fucking video games." Like me True. <laughs> Literally me. <laughs> Literally me. Yeah. God damn. I'll find it. I know he's doing something. Anywho, you can keep going. Well, I, mean, I hope someone does pick up Michael, like Sony, and find something else for pick him up do. an actor what they'll, they'll pick up michael salvatore yeah for, oh yeah sorry for for composing uh, and what what's really funny is that sony spent money on bungie and then they spent more money on making sure people don't leave and then people get fired immediately this isn't sony's fault by the way this is the management's fault of of sony or of bungie of bungie okay it's not it wasn't it was not sony's decision that has been made clear it was Bungie's decision. Hell yeah. What um, a giga check. They did it because... They did it because... Reasons. Uh, underperformance from the last year. Because they made a really shitty DLC. And they said, oh, people must not like our game. So we'll just fire people. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. And... Yeah, now people are mass uh, canceling their refunds for the final shape. And that's not all. Marathon, they, they got a bunch of people to play Marathon, and apparently it's not good. And people do not want to play it. So, Marathon's bad? Yeah, at least what they played in like the alpha phase, which is really not that far. So they delayed it a full year. It was supposed they to had to release it? It was supposed to come out June 2024. So it's not in alpha, but it was in a playable state. People didn't like it, and now they delay, they're delaying it a full year. And also probably because I assume the final shape is probably coming out next year. So. Well, it, isn't it February? It was February. Oh, did they push it? They pushed it back, too. They didn't confirm it, but it is pretty much confirmed at this point. Yeah. I guess I'm not fucking fighting it. Whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah, Rip Bungie, bro. Yeah, Have them make good game. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, yeah. 
Force so, them to make a single player game, fine. Or like a good like, multiplayer like, game that isn't Destiny. Yeah, like making a multiplayer studio make a single player game is like the same thing as making a single player studio make a multiplayer game. Look how that turns out. <laughs> so, like like Rock Study, look at the great reactions to the suicide squad. <laughs> so, yeah, they should just have them as their cash cow for making money on the side maybe maybe they should force them to make a new destiny game that isn't a microtransaction hell or and have like good writers this remake a marathon (laughs) but like don't make something fully single player and multiplayer have the option for both remember when games used to have that both yeah well cod did and apparently the campaign's fucking awful (laughs) Yeah, it's all. IGN gave it a four. It's like, only like four hours long, and it's, it's seventy dollars. D- DLC? DLC, and they just <laughs> reuse the Warzone map. DLC. <laughs> yeah, it's listed as DLC on the PlayStation Store. It doesn't even have its own store page. <laughs> yeah, but Xbox is having those full full screen splash yeah. panels, yeah, splash yeah. pages, yeah. you know, yeah. of of. Yeah. Buy Modern Warfare. Th- well, that and they fucking own them now, so they can yeah. just do whatever. They Yep, Modern Warfare 3 is... Uh, yep. Apparently, probably gonna be off... Was it actually Sledgehammer? I thought it was just Infinity yeah, it's, Ward. Yeah, it's Sledgehammer. I really thought Infinity Ward was just like, hey, we have some extra stuff. We could just pawn it off as the next one. And they're like, yeah, sure, why not? And then they just release it. It's Sledgehammer. Yeah, sorry. Sweet, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer made DLC from a different company's game into the next game. Yep. That's fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking like, dumb. People say the narrative just doesn't do anything. Like, they kill a major character off at the end. Ghost. But it's like, no, not Ghost. Price. No, not Price. You the don't know ma- the guy ones. <laughs> I you literally play all of them, so. Yeah, they kill the someone villain? off, but it, no, no. The guy that they set up in all of the trailers, yet he just looks like a fucking guy. No. no. I am the no, biggest they have to threat save in this for the se- fourth game. <laughs> They're setting up a fourth? Yeah, they set up a fourth game, which was set up in the second game. The, they set up the, the second game, set up the third game, but now the third game sets up the fourth game, which is what the second game was building up to. So the third game was pointless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell they <clears throat> didn't have any ideas on how to end it, so like, hey, let's make it feel more purposeful by killing someone off shock value. That's what I think. That's Without what I any think. development, yeah. Remember when the campaigns used to be good? Yeah. No, I'm and just apparently glad. they just gave up, and it's like 200 fucking gigabytes. Yeah. 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 I would literally have to delete every game in my in my uh, Xbox Series uh, S storage. Well, the next gen. Because you're forced to install Warzone with the Call of Duty games. Well, no, the 200's for the game. 100 is Warzone separately. I would literally have nothing. I would have nothing in it. It would just be caught. Like, I, I swear, you can't, you can't even play the game without having Warzone, though. Like, you can install Warzone separately, but if you get Call of Duty... You can't. You can't without. play it until you get Warzone. Oh. And you have to install both. Ah, uh, that's awful. You know what? For my uh, uh, for my marathon, I think once I hit MW twenty nineteen, 
I think I might cloud stream yeah, that's fair. the games. That's so fair. I don't have to download 500 billion gigabytes. <laughs> like, it's not going to run very well. Cloud streaming is one of those things where it's a cool novelty, but like the frame rate is ass. <laughs> like I, uh, I tried um, Sniper Elite 5 on cloud stream and it looked not great it ran not great but just the fact that you didn't have to download anything yeah and you were playing this giant game i think if they updated it and they sort of just made yeah, a better network with it it could be a really cool thing it's still in its beta yeah so yeah it's but that's probably how i'll end up playing <laughs> that from yeah 2019 to now is probably how i'll do it just just really sucks looking at it because like for me modern warfare 2019 like at least the campaign i played a little bit of the multiplayer with bots but the campaign was really good dude it wasn't like amazing but for call of duty standards it was really good and now to hear people just collectively just shitting on the newest campaigns it's like you feeling bad for the multi-billion-dollar corporation? No, no, no. I'm, I'm. <laughs> Are you talking I, about the new one? I'm just asking what happened. Oh, that's what I'm wondering. Greed. Yeah. Exactly. War zone. Exactly. Now people are saying Vanguard isn't that bad. I'm not joking. I've seen people say it. <laughs> it's the cycle. The tail that the snake <laughs> keeps eating itself. Once, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was too harsh on. It's like it's like Spider-Man, right? Once the. Like, once they reboot it eventually again. Or people aren't going to like Spider-Man 4, right? It's, like, too dark. And, like, where's lighter Spider-Man? Far from home, an underrated gem. (laughs) They're going to come back and be like, we misrepresented this movie. It's like, can you shut the fuck? (laughs) Bullshit. Um, Oh, something about the SAG strike, though. They've been... This one hasn't been covered as much as the writer's strike, at least on my timeline, but um, they've been talking for the past like week-ish. Um, the studios did give an offer for the second time. The actors are looking at it. We're going to see how it goes. <laughs> we could have watched Dune Part 2 by now. We could have if they weren't greedy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um... It's probably not covered as much because I feel like people feel less bad about actors than writers. Which is weird. Like, I get actors usually get paid more, but, like... Yeah. Well, people don't think of, like, like, the smaller actors that it's probably pushing more for. It's pushing... People look at, like, Alec Baldwin or something. They're like, ah, Scarlett Johansson needs more money. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's not not looking at the... I'm guessing it's probably for TV shows and stuff, too. So they're not looking at the TV show that all of a sudden got a ton of views on Like Netflix. Suits. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Suits was, like, number one on Netflix for, like, three months straight. Was it because they announced it was over? Well, it's been over for four years. Oh. <laughs> I have no clue why Suits just got big. Right, but none of those actors got paid anything for its sudden resurgence. Right, it's those white moms who or dads who have to do laundry. 
Oh, the dad just has Netflix on in the basement. They're folding laundry and then just, you know, they're like, yo, what the fuck? And then they're just yelling at the TV from the suits I care. Yep. Or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what happens half the time. Gert. <laughs> That's probably where the office took off, too. Uh, well, it was big to begin with. Yeah, but then it took off again and like... Because of Netflix. 18? But now that it's been shoved into a corner with Peacock, it's not as big. Just wait until British Peacock... Uh, British, British Peacock? The, the British office makes a comeback. But one season? Let's go. Oh, was it two? I thought it was just... Maybe I'm fucking stupid. Four. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> it's 17 seasons. We just didn't know it. Isn't there like an Indian office? That would be awesome. I would watch that. <laughs> is there like tigers and stuff? Is it very... Does it go all all in on the Bollywood? Uh, I don't know. We will have to look into it. I'm not sure from which region it origins from. So Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll have to take a gander. Uh, we have more info on the IO Interactive James Bond game. Oh, I did hear about this. Yeah. Um, it's uh, more of a Daniel Craig than uh, Roger Moore. That I sounds don't know what that it. means. It's Tom. Yeah, okay. I was talking about Tom. Uh, it's confirmed third person, but everyone assumed that. And it's yeah. more scripted, So, which I assume you're not going to have. Like, Obviously, it wasn't going to follow the Hitman game. Yeah, I... You have to kill people. But Well, here you're actually allowed to kill people. Well, like, you could kill people last time to, like, adopt your points. I don't know if it's, like, level-based or, like, arena-based, like, Hitman. My guess is, well, because Goldeneye was arena-based. Yeah. It, it wasn't, like, I really fucking hope it's not open world. That sounds awful. Like, no. <laughs> no. I mean, no. Like, I'm down for, like, a good, like... It's plays... Uh, PlayStation does love their open world sometimes, though. They what? Yeah, I, I is it Sony it, exclusive? Yeah, it's Sony exclusive. I didn't remember. And what happened to their fantasy game? That is, yeah, that's after. That's Microsoft's exclusive with IO. I'm just glad I have both. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I was, you find the game and there you go. But apparently, they're yeah, the fantasy game is like a multiplayer game, so it's probably not going to do well. Let's be honest here. And then we'll yeah. get the fall of IO because Microsoft fucking sucks they're always known for their multiplayer stuff so they just shove multiplayer into everything and then it never works <laughs> like like redfall oh my god the well, vampire the masquerade was, stuff redfall was before microsoft was it redfall was before microsoft and they don't own masquerade i, I thought they did no no that was what i, I think that's 2k yeah that's 2k death loop <laughs> Deathloop was also before the acquisition. It's, it's more of the fact that they Microsoft jumps in to see how they're doing like a month before the game comes out. And they're like, oh, it's a shit show in here. <laughs> it's like, we'll let you do what you need to do. Creative freedom. They come in and they're like, I have an apparent... I got an appointment <coughs> for a massage at 3, so I can't check you guys out just yet. I'll be there, like, probably in December, like, the month the game comes out. And then they <laughs> then they go look, and they're like, oh, it's a fucking shit show. And they're just... Well, it's like when delay uh, it. It's like when Donald Glover walks in. He's got the... <laughs> shit soccer. He's like, what the... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always what I assume happens. Because, like... 
they're the insiders are always talking about how Microsoft is just always panicking, like so close to the release date. Like there has to be, there's got to be a better. They, they, there <laughs> literally has to be a better. There's one. there's no way they actually check in on the studios and see how they're doing. Like or Nintendo and ne- and I was about to say fucking Netflix, Sony, <laughs> Nintendo and Sony are really good at being able to like tell where a project is at because like they've canceled the games. Or they've restarted projects, like, several years in. Like, I know Metroid Prime 4 was, like, two years in, and they restarted, and it's been four years, and we've seen literally nothing. Plus, they they know, at least they're willing to announce the fact that, hey, we restarted the project, so it's going to be a bit longer. You know, and, and Sony, they usually just don't announce shit until they're closer I, to it. So not until they're closer, but at least until they have a clear vision of what it's gonna be. Like maybe we'll hear stuff from like scoopers, you know, but like in terms of officially announced information, it usually looks like the game is pretty close to done when they first announce it. Although the PS4 era was weird. And then, like, COVID hit, and a lot of games got, like, pushed and whatever. But Just straight up canceled. Like, their, their style now is pretty good, I think, with Ragnarok and Spider-Man. They, like, announce it kind of early, but it's just sort of letting people know that it exists. But in terms of actually giving people info, they wait until it's closer. Yeah, you look at uh, Halo 5 for Microsoft, the first trailer that dropped. They didn't even have any idea on what the game was going to be. They just dropped the trailer for marketing. Let's see so, that. <laughs> and then Perfect Dark also. That was a recent one. They they had no idea what the game actually was. It's Perfect Dark. They didn't know if it was like, going to be first person, if it was third person, if action adventure, if it was just an action game. They were just like, let's outsource the trailer to another CGI company that has no idea what the game actually is. Man, that's <laughs> insane. Like... If you're just throwing around an idea for a game, that's if, like, this, like, oh, I'm, I'm trying it's to like think of, like, a good example. That's if, like, Sony announced the Venom game right <laughs> no. after like, people Like, right now? Yeah, like, right now. <laughs> and people, people are like, wait, what? Hello? But, like, it's, like, six years away, and they don't even have any ideas for it yet. They just want to do it at but some point. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Let's reveal Elder Scrolls Six ten years before it comes out. We don't have any ideas Let's reveal right Skyrim now. five years before it comes out. Not Skyrim. Starfield. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Well, they did technically announce Skyrim, like, a six years before but not technically what the fuck it's complicated or like i'm trying to remember well 76 was like half a year that that wasn't too bad but no for the most part or like uh indie indie studios often it's so they can like get their kickstarters up and running but i just see them announce yep we're coming out here's what we have and then it's like five years late (laughs) yeah they they usually drop trailers to see if any like big studios want to pick them up or give them money or you know they kickstarter or you know kickstarters yeah Yeah, uh silk song man what the hell it's been so long it's not coming out this year no because people were like yeah remember remember when it was coming out in the first half of this year and now it's the end of this year no release date we're just like yeah now it's even longer with the 
It was Unreal and the Unreal Engine stuff. Oh yeah, and they're switching. <laughs> they're switching to Unreal. Yeah, they're switching. Ah, uh, that's Unreal. fun. Yeah. Ori took five years, or Ori two took five years, and it just dropped. Yeah. 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 Any hoozy. You have anything else? Um, I don't. No, that was. I think that's my last one. Okay. Yeah. Besides, you know, yeah, that's it. Um, well, they brought back the Nelson and Murdoch sign for Spider-Man 2. Because they probably just forgot about it. Because they probably forgot about it, and people were like, Oh my gosh, Daredevil DLC, we get to play as Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Fan service, fan service, fan Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's it, that's it. <laughs> um, okay, so are we hopping into reviews? I do have a year at the Oscars, so... Yeah, I have reviews, yeah. Um, what, what do you want to start with? Well, I... I just finished Gen V. I'm not going to talk about it that much because it's very spoilery. And and I'll talk about. I was waiting until it's all out. So now that it's all out, I will be binging. Did it. you hear anything about it? Or I know there are cameos from yeah, people, there are... but I know none of the characters. I know none of the plots. Okay. Yeah. Like I... I just know. Yep, Homelander's in it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess. I. I really like this show. I think it's a. It has like season one of the boys. Like there's actual tension and fear of someone dying. Sure. And that's really hit across in the first couple episodes. Yeah, a lot of season one vibes for me for for the for the boys at least. It's just uh, I have issues with. A lot of it feels like uh, my trauma is worse than your trauma. Mm, so okay. yeah the whole trauma stuff i don't think is handled very well sometimes it is sometimes it isn't but overall i i i give it an eight out of ten so that's Zim. all i'm gonna say on it until you watch it so okay, okay. so right. we can actually have a discussion of that's right so, that's right yeah yeah um okay um are, so we're doing reviews then okay so i have two movies so there's a new movie on Netflix. Um, I'm gonna go through this one quickly. It's it's awards bait, but it was bad. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's just awards bait. A what? Isn't that just awards bait usually? Well, some Is awards it? bait's good because like they know it's going to be good, and they know it's gonna get awards. You know, like oh, Killers of the Flower Moon, which we'll get to in a second because I finally watched it. Um, but yeah, it's called Nyad on Netflix. It's a it's based on a true story about a swimmer, like an older lady who's like a swimmer. It's not called the Nyad. The Nyad. <laughs> yeah. it, she she went from Florida to Cuba, I guess, and it's like the first time anyone did that. It's not great. <laughs> it's, it it's shot really poorly. It looks like. Like a like a like a like a Hallmark movie almost like it like everything's very brightly lit everything feels plasticky right there are shots where it looks like they're AI generated and it's like they're there why does it look like this um, it cuts to flashbacks like every five seconds and it's really annoying mm. how just often they cut back flashbacks within flashbacks. Um, sometimes it feels that way. I kind of turned my brain off after the first 20 minutes. Yeah, that's so, fair too. <clears throat> um, 
One thing I'll give some credit for, I liked a lot of the actors in the movie. There's the uh, the main lady, Annette Benning. I thought she was solid. J- uh, Jodie Foster was pretty great. I liked her in it. But outside of that, <clears throat> it's not good. I wouldn't recommend it. It's very boring. It's very formulaic. You know what's going to happen, you know? And just... once, you, If you've seen one award bait, you've seen them all. That's actually not, like... <laughs> um, the better one, though. The one we can actually discuss. Uh, Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. I don't have Apple, so you it was either... <laughs> what? He pirated no. You went to the Pirate Bay? <laughs> no, I wanted to support it. Watch so it in Spanish. It was it was either go see it in a theater or don't watch it until he inevitably gets a criterion made of it in like two years. And I didn't want to wait that long. So I, I, I hauled my ass out to the theater at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> To see oh. a three and a half hour long. No, movie. that's not a good idea. Um, I didn't get back home till midnight. Um, so okay, a lot of people that I follow were giving it like nines and tens. So I, it's it's like at a four point two or something. I was like, damn, it's going nuts. So I watch it. Right. I've read the first half of the book, so now I know the rest of the story. Um, my, my biggest issue, okay, is how they present Ernest, Leo DiCaprio's character, the main character. There's not a main character in the book. That's not true. It's two, two detectives in the first half. And then when the FBI gets involved and then the second half kicks in, it's like a different, like, detective. Because they're nonfiction books, they focus from that perspective a lot. But for a narrative movie, like being like a detective film, you miss out on a lot of context that way. So they instead focus on... Ernest, who helps Robert De Niro's character, who's his uncle, and basically their big plan is to kill off all the Osage and inherit all of the money and stuff, and this is what happened in real life, too. Um, So, like, Ernest was involved in the murders of a shit ton of people, and... Even, like, Molly, <clears throat> the Native American Osage woman that he's married to, he kills off, like, all of her sisters and, like, helps poison her mom and stuff. Like, he's not a good person at all. And the movie, like, it, I wanted to root for him because Leo is really good in the movie. Like, he just gives off a charisma He's super charming, and he's kind of like a dimwit, where, like, you feel bad, but he's doing awful things. But the movie ends up sort of taking a perspective where he kind of gets away with it, I guess. But, like, not not really. I guess it's hard to describe, because most of the movie, Molly's just, like... 
still with him despite the fact that she knows that he helped kill her sister and it's like that's kind of weird i don't i don't know if that's like true i guess that feels odd like they're sort of like getting letting him get away with it a little bit well maybe that's the point though that they did get away with well genocide Here's where my second issue kicks in. Instead of actually, like, concluding the movie, they cut to, like, a radio show where they just tell you the rest of it. So it's three hours and 20 minutes of getting you to this point, and then it ends with just talking and not actually showing them, us, what, what happened. They're just kind of like, this that's character a, had this fate. This character had this fate. That is a cardinal sin. And it's like, what the fuck? No, hello. Don't tell. And it's yeah. like, hello? What, what happened here? Yeah, it's like a, it's like an RPG. Like, you make all the choices, and there's just like a slideshow at the end that tells you what happened after the events of the game to all the characters. And it's like, they could have shown this. Like, there could have been more story, more cool shit to show. But they just kind of cut it to that abruptly i don't know if they had a different ending planned and then just went with this or if this was how they were always going to end it i really couldn't tell you but like marty comes out as himself at the end and talks about molly because she's sort of like the linchpin in the story um and it's just like i don't know it felt a bit misguided his like the main character in the ending felt a bit misguided in just presentation. Apparently, this is like a they reworked the entire thing because they didn't focus on the Osage enough. Yet, like they still focus on like the white people more. So like I don't know if that was always how they were going to show it, but like I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 hard to grapple with because like it's a true story so i don't know if this is what actually happened and these people just made weird choices or if it's like the movie's fault i'm not entirely sure um other things the acting's pretty great i don't think anyone was bad in it which is helpful <laughs> um my favorite in the movie is probably leo but with a close second being Lily Gladstone, who plays his wife in the movie. They're both terrific in it. And, like, I was very, like, blown away with a lot of the scenes they had together. Robert De Niro is certainly Robert De Niro in this. He He's probably does. one of the weakest. <laughs> um, Brendan Fraser got memed on for a yeah. second with his courtroom appearance that's the first time you see him in the movie that's like when you're entering the third hour <laughs> and that's the good part <laughs> yeah you waited three hours to see brendan Fraser. he's back we're so back we're so back the urge to say we're back at 20 minutes after saying we're done it's jover it's jover um and it didn't feel like a three and a half hour long movie 
Thank God. Oh, I, I was, was going to say it felt like a four. <laughs> <laughs> it felt long. No, I walked in and it's like, oh, I regret the soda purchase. This is not going to end well. I, I, I didn't have to go, thankfully, but no, it felt like a two hour movie. It was so quick. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> we're, we're done? What? Like, I probably could have sat there for four, to be honest with you. I probably could have gone for it. Isn't there a four-hour cut? There is. Yeah. It was originally gonna be four hours, and then he cut it down. But it's probably where the ending. Yeah, that's where the, the that's where the good a lot ending. Of cut scenes for the characters too. The cut scenes <laughs> fixed um, your issues with the characterization of the characters making dumb decisions. Yeah, and I the, the trailers in terms of like the cinematography, it looked really gr- like gray. <clears throat> Sorry, and I was like a little confused because like you're you're in nature and you're desaturating the hell out of it. But the desaturated look helps in a lot of the scenes. The muted colors kind of help the tone a lot. Um, there are moments of levity and like r slash wholesome stuff, you know, but. Yeah, I I enjoyed the movie, but the main character sort of getting away with... Like, not really, because they say, yep, he went to prison, and then he got out, and then he died. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> they just threw him in prison and say, you're going to die when you get out. Ha ha ha. Ha ha, tee. You're going to be too old to live when you get out. Ha 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 ha. This movie cost $200 million. I don't know if that's, like, the actors. That's probably the actors. But, like, it has great production design. Um, It's set in the 20s. And, like, the 20s cars just look so fucking cool. Um, Yeah, most of the technical stuff was pretty great. I thought the score was kind of light. A lot of people were mentioning that as a highlight. But when I sat down... The movie is really quiet. Like, the mixing is very quiet. So, like, maybe that's just, like, my hearing going bad on me. I don't know. But it was very quiet. And I, like, the the, the score was hard to hear. It's, like, kind of, like, quieter guitar riffs. And just, like, some drumming, I guess. I guess it's more upbeat than I thought the score would be, but I, I wouldn't call it very memorable. I'd give it like an 8. I liked the movie. I liked a lot in it. But just sort of how they presented the main character and the very cop-out ending, despite it being presented very well, it's a giant fucking cop-out. Like, it just... It, kind of, it, it soured it for me. Because I'd say about halfway, I'm like, damn, this is like a non but then how just everything wrapped up. It's it's at an I, eight. Have you seen the other Scorsese movie? Like what I, other I movies? haven't seen a ton. I've seen Wolf of Wall Street, which I love, and I've seen The Departed, which I like. And don't and like I don't see the ten out of ten hype. I think it's also like an eight. None of his movies have been bad so far, of the yeah. three I've seen. Yeah. Do you think he's who said that? Was that Al Pacino said he's the 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 best filmmaker of our time or something i don't i don't think it was al pacino it was i think a lot of people sure. would say that too, it, it was someone for sure 
Actually, I think I am. But you are. Damn. Scorsese. I don't know. Doesn't even need to make a movie. He does they like. Just... He does like bring young and old people together. I mean, the movie. So. It's. I think it's made like a hundred million, which is not bad. But like on a two hundred million dollar budget plus marketing, like. It, it's not going to make its money back, but hopefully it does really well on streaming. This this would be a good streaming movie, I feel like. Yeah, so they can pause and take piss breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Browse TikTok for three hours and then continue watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents, like, want to see it, but they want the, 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 the pauses, Yeah, you know? Take piss so. breaks. Yeah. Make yeah. some popcorn. Yeah, so... Take a massive shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have to clog the toilet. I'll be right back. Um... Yeah, those are the two movie reviews I have. Um, I have not seen a ton of movies this year. I've I seen not seen thirty, pretty much any this. Like year. it's November, and I've only seen thirty movies from this year. I've seen people who are like, "Ha hundred and sixty movies in. Here's my favorite." I'm like, hundred and sixty. It's oh like it's God. like it's like Lego Mar Lego Avengers Code Red is their number one. <laughs> no. Well, some people include shorts. I don't include shorts. And, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to do a giant catch-up in the next, like, two months. Just sort of, like, intake media. In consume content. <laughs> consume this is content. the worst movie of 2023. Shark Tale. Dude, there's probably, like, five movies that I, have, I would say are probably vying for the worst for me so far craven that well that's next year that's a 10 out of 10 movie actually um the mother with jennifer lopez that made me want to die <laughs> there's there's another jennifer lopez movie with josh dumel shotgun wedding that made me want to die she really wants them oscars that made me want to die um there's a movie with Rob Lowe about a dog that looks like a Hallmark movie. That was awful. Like, I've, I've just been watching a lot of shit. Well, you do have a big opportunity in Christmas time to watch a bunch of new Hallmark movies. Mm. Thank God I don't do that. <laughs> God, I don't do that. It's just an option. It's just an option. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, you have live TV. You should be able to do it. Uh, I don't do I? I thought you said you did. We got rid of cable. We're on basic, oh, basic. network television. Um, well, that and whatever the Samsung provides for us. Because like sometimes there's built-in channels yeah. for the Samsung TV. So we found a movie channel where like it plays like 20 minutes of the movie and then it cuts to some like mobile game ads and then it cuts <laughs> back to the movie. Like, I'll fucking take it. I don't know. Uh, like they had kingdoms. a, they they had a uh, an Indiana Jones marathon last night, like before, like in two hours before I left, right? They were playing uh, Raiders, and I was really enjoying it. When I got back at midnight, they were in like the first half hour of um, Crystal Skull. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> they were just going through all of them. Well, this are they uh, are they that short? Well, okay, I two hours before I left. That's six o'clock, and then at midnight, 
They were on six. the fourth one. Okay. I so. guess. I guess. I guess. Must have been like really early in. The and that and they cut for ads. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't have any reviews anymore. But um. Well, yeah. Um, I did. I finally beat Spider-Man Two. I got back after we did the pod, and I pretty much just. I know lifed it the day I had off, and I pretty much just one hundred percent it. Did you get the platinum? I got the platinum. Okay. And yeah, and I, I, I beat it in that. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat it in nineteen hours. I don't know how long you did. It took me nineteen hours for everything. Damn, for everything, it took me yeah. twenty five. What the fuck? It took me nineteen hours. Did Did you do like the easy mode? Or did you normal? I did normal. I did normal too. How the he- six hours less? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I think because I didn't do any of the crime stuff really, like to get the parts. You know, I did the crimes like at first. But once the first spider bot showed up, I just did all the spider bots oh, and yeah. never had to find I, another tech part ever again. I stopped doing the that stuff and just so early. Well, because I stopped whatever I was doing to do all of the rest of the stuff, so that probably didn't help. Yeah. Because like, if you just wait, just grind through the story, and then you get to that part, like where it's just all the side content... You just go down and then up because yeah. it's like just like a little U. You just do every district like really fucking quick. I did that at the point when uh, the symbiotes show up, the very last ones, because you have to do another mission to unlock the other ones, I think. Okay. But, uh, yeah, after all the symbiote stuff was unlocked, I all I had was one more picture to take. And the symbiote stuff, and the last Craven base, and the spider bots. So it was really easy for me. And the Mysteriums, too. I had two Mysteriums left. Did you three-star all of them? Or? No, there was one no-hit one that I two-starred, I think. There might have been a couple. There, there were... might have been, like, one or two more that I didn't, but... I think there were two that I got two stars on. Because, like, my game's camera was being a fucking bitch. So I just... And, like... I don't know. It's the one where you have to defeat 20 enemies in a minute oh, yeah. to get the three. Yeah. I think. But I, my yeah. camera was being an awful piece of shit. And I ended up getting like a minute 20, a minute 30 is my best. So, yeah. yeah. Not not my best ever. Well, I, I guess I'm going to start off with the story. Um, the worst part. <laughs> Well, maybe. Depends on what your opinion is on the side stuff. I'm, like, leaning on if it's, like, mediocre or if it's just, like, slightly below average. I feel like there's good elements in it. There is, but but there's, like... Like... They did my boy Miles dirty. I don't know how to do it. Miles is a side character. He pretty much has no arc, in my opinion, at least. Or it's very basic it is very basic i forgive you i don't forgive you but i can't hate you that's his arc or whatever he's just pretty much i need to find martin lee now he is just he a tool martin to lee progress like, no, peter not. yeah basically yeah and then peter's arc is he's tired of being spider-man but also at the same time the suit says he 
wants to be enough to be Spider-Man. So I don't really get his arc either. I'm going to be kind completely of honest. I kind of get it. And then MJ's arc I don't get because I feel like her turning into Scream kind of ruined it. Because all of a sudden now she... I thought like she has all the the... She's built up with working with JJ because... She she he doesn't let her write what she wants. He he wants the big headlines, you know, like Spider Man bad, and she wants to write. Uh, she wants to write about taking down you know crime syndicates and whatnot. But now it's like, when when Scream shows up, now she's like, I want to be better than Spider Man or whatever. She wants to be able to take care of her own. I feel like that kind of came out of nowhere. I just don't really like MJ's character in the Insomniac games in general. Like I don't. I just. It's I not, will like, say I like she's she, probably better in this one, yeah. for two reasons. One, her gameplay segments didn't suck, or <laughs> um, they sucked less. And then, I would like. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but like, her being like mad about like, like her wanting to be on her own has been a thing since the first game. Yeah. Where she's like, I don't need to be protected, but. It's like, bitch, you are fighting super vel- <laughs> Like, you, you need it sometimes. Like, that's not, like... Ha- making her have independence isn't how, like... Isn't gonna make me like her. She needs to have charisma and mm. want independence. Mm. Like, charisma? you have Laura Bailey voice acting her. I'm pretty sure you can have her at least have some sort of personality. So just a white woman. Instead white woman of just a white woman. And Harry is just... Harry, Agent Venom is thrown in there for fan service. I literally feel like he plays no purpose. He's just kind of there. And then Venom is just kind of there too. Yeah, I. That was my big worry with the symbiote stuff. Yeah, that was my yeah. big worry. Uh, Craven actually sucks as a villain. Like, yeah, he kills everyone off. Woo, that's so awesome and cool. Off but I, I wish he had some sort of depth. You know what? If he actually killed them all on screen, then I'd be like, yo, okay, this dude's like somebody that y- you shouldn't fuck with, you know? But, like, you have to fuck with them. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, yeah sure, you killed Scorpion, but then apparently he kills, like, the Sinister Six... Show that. Or you show can, him or killing. You can just have him be like a physical threat instead of just because they try to make him like have some sort of depth, but like you either have to have him have depth or like for me on villains at least personally, you have to have him have depth or have no depth and just be like a physical threat that they have to overcome that represents something or whatever. You know. Sure. Instead of yeah. They should have went one way instead of trying to do both at the same time. Because I feel like it just doesn't work. Because him killing everyone off, then, oh, he has cancer and he wants to kill all the villains. Besides Spider-Man, not the guy who beat him. <laughs> he wants to go after the villains. The, the villains. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know. Uh, the side quests, I think, are pretty cool, I guess. I didn't hate them yeah. this time. I, like, I don't know. Mysterios was interesting. I really liked the... Uh, should I trust him or should I not? And then at the end, it's like, uh, I, you I still don't know, know, man. <laughs> you still don't I know. I don't know, man. I feel like the side quests this time actually lead to something. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the first ones, their entire point was to get you the tokens to get the cool shit. This time around, they give you that, but they actually build into something. Yeah, so, like... like uh, you have the, the drones that are actually trying to hunt Chameleon. 
And then you have the spider bots that show off the Spider-Verse. The Mysteriums have Mysterio. The Flame is Carnage, right? Like, each one gives you something more, you know? Like, it like has a little story built into it. The Hunter bases tell you more about Craven's backstory and how he killed his entire family because they're not worthy or whatever. I will say the weakest ones are probably the symbiote nests because they're kind of just like time yeah, they're, trials. They're just, they're, yeah, yeah. At least like the Sandman ones, you get a cutscene and redemption for Sandman. You know what? I'm going to say it. I think Sandman's the best villain in this game. Because like he has a redemption arc a little bit. Like, because you don't know a lot about him. He just attacks the city and like what's happening. And then you see that he's this troubled guy. He's been forced to be the sand person. He doesn't want to be that, and he wants to help his daughter. And then my guess is it's the flame, not the craven people. My guess is the flame were hunting him. Maybe I'm dumb with that, because like craven hadn't arrived yet. Yeah, yeah. So my guess was the flame. But either way, so when people were hunting him, and he's just forced to be this sand guy. Like that's why I like. That's why I think he's the best villain in Spider-Man Three. Right? It's the tragedy. It's it's the Shakespearean part of it all. <laughs> you know? There's so much to him in terms of the drama that you can use that they at least tapped into, you know? Like Craven, he's just big burly guy wants to kill people. Venom is big alien burly yeah, guy wants to kill wants people. To kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Mysterio's like a scammer, but also not, maybe. Well, that, that's and then like you don't know. And then Carnage is just insane. Chameleon just hates Craven and hates Spider-Man. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to debate and say it's it's Mysterio for me because uh, I think what they did with him worked for the game, especially because they have, you know, two other villains that redeem themselves, Martin Lee and Sandman. They didn't, well, he didn't... And really, also Tombstone. More. And Tombstone, yeah. Uh, and... Now you have Mysterio, who's apparently doing the same thing, but you kind of don't know still at the end because, like, you don't trust him because he's a trickster. You know? <laughs> I think Mysterio's just a cool villain that needs to be used more in general. I think he'll be in the next one. He's Maybe always a butt of the joke, but I, I think you can do some interesting things. <laughs> well, because I'm trying to figure out what villains are left. They hit a lot of the big ones, right? Outside of Green Goblin and Carnage. What's left? <laughs> like... Like, a lot of them are Easter eggs, like Speed Demon and Big Wheel. But, like, I don't know if they're going to keep... I don't know they're if they're going to go that Z-list. Prowler. They're going to ruin Prowler's arc. Well, we Oh, yeah, he also had a yeah, redemption. We, we don't, Holy shit. We don't remember... Well, we don't have confirmation about Rhino yet. If he died? Yeah. It was found out of bounds, but people think that's just cut out of the game. So, hmm. Rhino's a possibility. Well, I'm just trying to think about, like... Doc Outside Oc. of Doc Ock again. Yeah. Dude, if they do Superior Spider-Man, that's going to piss me. With Green Goblin, yeah. And Carnage, maybe, but if he's also, not DLC. they confirmed that Miles is now the main character. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know how that would work for DLC and a third Spider-Man game. Yeah. Because you still haven't finished Peter. His arc. His Because, like, yeah. it would make kind of zero sense if Miles fought the Green Goblin. Yeah, which is my problem with the venom fight like but I'll oh get, the I'll second get, half i'll, I'll get into the, the second i'll half get into the boss fight, fights yeah. later but i i thought it was five phases was it only four 
I thought it was five. Because I thought it was the three on the football field and then the two. Yeah, it's five. Okay, it's okay. Because, yeah. yeah. He he didn't have... No, he did have wings. Yeah, in the... In the football fight. Yeah. Well... Or was no, he just he hopping around? He was just hopping around. It was and then he grew phases the hopping ah, hard. Okay, okay, then he okay. went down in the Emily May Foundation. He got wings. Then you fought him as Miles. Mm-hmm. Then you fought him as Spider-Man, I think. And then you had the chase sequence. So technically, it was six, but... Was there a chase scene? I thought that was just in cutscene. Yeah, it was a cutscene. Sorry. You're right. I don't know why I thought there was a chase scene. I'm used to boss fights always having chase scenes in the game. <sighs> Blizzard. Blizzard was a solid fight. I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, that the boss fights are really long, but like they could like the ones I think of that in my opinion are good are Lizard and Mysterio. Oh, Mysterio is so good. Uh, Mysterio does drag on for a bit, but I really like how they actually got creative with it fighting in a mini New York. Fighting his minions was dumb though, but whatever. Because like, you have to find the version and, of him, you know. And Lizard, like, you're chasing him around, you know, because he's, he's running away, so fighting him in the sewers. and then, But the chasing stuff is dumb. But, yeah, Lizard was pretty good, but it did drag on way too Cause I've, uh, it was Especially when the phases don't really change. Yeah, they just get slightly faster. <laughs> yeah, they get okay. slightly faster and maybe do more damage. That's it. Like, no gimmick. Well, Scream, she doesn't throw projectiles, and then she does. Scream is a bad boss fight. Don't. Like, I'm, I'm going to die on that hill. I know I'm, like, one of the two people that say that, but Scream is actually a bad boss fight. I don't... Like, there's I no, don't really... I, there, I, like, I don't get the, the tension between Peter and MJ, and Scream was just thrown in there for fan service. That's well, yeah. You can fight me on that, too. Uh, and I also think the layout of the arena is really bad, too. Because City at least block? the first the first stage where you fight in the, the closed street? yeah the street. Well, one like, thing you have to I fight was going to the mention ground, like is no swinging. they it's, became it's more arena like as opposed to the first one, which was you it do- know, yeah it does work more open. It does work sometimes because uh, I thought the lizard fight worked because well because he's so massive it's fucking claustrophobic being yeah. in a little sewer area. But then like you're fighting a scream in the open. With, like, trees, and, like, you want to swing, but, like, it, and it seems like you could swing, but, like, you shouldn't. Like, the fact that you, like, can't really get that high above the, tr- like, the, like, I don't know. I wouldn't want a scream chase. Like, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, thank right? God there wasn't a scream Did you chase. like the black cat chase? I enjoyed the black cat chase. I, th- I like the technical aspects, yeah. The technical <laughs> aspect? <laughs> Yeah. It was very scripted, but yeah. I well, that's the... Yeah. Oh, yes. Unscripted. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it was good, yeah. Was How would you do that unscripted button? Well, like, maybe have less cutscenes. In the chase? Y- yeah, yeah. Like, when they're hopping yeah. between portals? Yeah. What cutscenes occur? <laughs> if you're gonna have so much cutscenes within, like, five minutes of gameplay, I'd just, like, make it a cutscene. It's like the Sandman fight. I don't know about that. Well, that'd be boring as hell. It, I, it's boring for me to play for two seconds, have another cutscene, and play for two they seconds. They didn't do that, though. They had the part where he shows up, you have the chase, you have the part where they meet up again, and then you have the giant fight, where like she's going through the portals and like winking at you. Yeah. Like, there's two. 
I think you're overblowing no, it a little bit. No, because then you have the mini cutscenes where he's going through the portals. That's not a cutscene. That's a way it's, to it's load it. It's a cutscene. It's a no, way they, to they load They said there's it. no hidden loading screens. It's a way to load They it. said there's no hidden loading screens. That's I'm a just, hidden loading I'm screen. I'm just so tired of lying. Sony games just doing that stuff where they have like five minutes of gameplay, then they have like ten minutes of cutscenes. It's like, what's the point of me playing? Just make it into one big cutscene. You then know? you're Yakuza, and Yakuza's fucking yeah, boring. But don't make like 10 hour long cutscenes. Pick one! <laughs> yeah, well, Pick it's, one. it's called having a good balance. Like, I want to have, I want to play for a decent amount of time, then have a cutscene. Ghost of Tsushima does that pretty well. Like Ghost of Tsushima, exactly. That does well. Not like Spider Man, where it's like very choppy. I just want a good segment and a good segment. I don't know. I, I was not bothered by it because the cutscenes are short and the gameplay sequences, they keep forcing waves on you so they just take longer. I'm, I was not annoyed by it. And it, it's also annoying because the gameplay is good at first but then it gets really repetitive later on. I don't and know. Kind of, it's not... Re- repetitive's too harsh. It's it Every feels, Sony game. It, it feels good at the beginning but then as you get onto it you just kind of get bored of it. Because I think the spider abilities are really dumb for Peter. The gadgets are reduced to nothing. And I'd like some variety for the gadgets like they had with the abilities. How you can switch them out. Like switch out the gadgets too. I want different variety. And I don't want to just press square. Like have combos. I want to press YYY to like throw them or something. I don't know. You, you can know. still do that. Like Arkham. The Arkham games had combos. They did have combos. So like get. Yeah. <laughs> but like. I feel like Spider-Man just doesn't lean into it as much. Stealth is pretty much useless now. Yeah, that's stealth a is, thing I, is yeah. dumb. Like have stealth gadgets. Get rid of the stupid line web. The let, line web. Let me crawl on the ceiling. You can technically. I, I think. I try. No, you can't. What? Yeah. They, they have, have the thing in the the vent where you can like. Yeah, you're forced to. Up. But like the you know the first game you can like look From up the, and then yeah. you can yeah. But yeah, in I the know. second game they get rid of it. You can only do it when the game scripts you to do it damn so yeah i don't know if you that was something i always did well i just never fucking did yeah no because it's so easy to just yeah dynasty warriors your way through a situation you know there's no emphasis there's no depth to there's so little depth to stealth like why do it at that point because you're just so overpowered (laughs) for for gameplay like there's like are the arkham games like oh let me take out the gun guys first because if i go take them on those gun guys are going to kick the shit out of me Back. You know, Spider-Man, oh, let me just jump in there and kill them all. <laughs> I, I, there's really no challenge to the gameplay besides the big axe guys. The shield people. The shield people are alright. Oh. And, like, I know I'm harping on it too much, but, like, I just feel like I have to critique it because there's so much people saying it's just, it's a flawless masterpiece, and if you give it an 8, anything lower than a 9, you're you're wrong. Well, those people, I feel like, are not as prevalent. It's because we're in, like, a certain community, you know? But, like, even look at the story. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. they're playing it for the story. Like, you can clearly tell there is issues with the narrative. It is not as good as the first game. I My timeline has thoroughly critiqued the story. Mine has not. Mine's just... mine. My timeline is just starting to critique the game in general. 
because people are not as blind. I don't know. I, I, I've definitely seen a number of, like, Venom bad posts. I've, I've seen not. a number of... Dude, I've tried looking. I can't find a Venom bad. I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> I genu- On my timeline, I genuinely think I'm, I'm tweaking. Maybe you should just find a better people. <laughs> I saw one 6.5 out of 10. I'm like, well, that's that's kind of harsh, but like, finally, <laughs> not a 9. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it just sort of, it's like Starfield too. It, it puts me into the perspective that maybe IGN is actually right and just the dumb idiot gamers are actually wrong. Yeah, but they give Black Ops 3 a 9.5 out of 10. Well, so well maybe they're critiquing it off of the fact that it's like a solid game instead of where it lies in the franchise. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they're not comparing Black Ops Three to Modern Warfare Two. They're comparing Black Ops Three to Black Ops Three because <laughs> they do completely. Yeah. I, oh, well. no, I just they did critique Mass Effect Two for what was it? Too much what? It <laughs> wasn't. It was. It was too different from the first game. <laughs> And they gave it like a 9.7 out of 10. Two different. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. So wait, that's a criticism or a good thing? Yeah, like... Also, if you're going to do the point somethings, only do the point fives. Don't do point seven. Where's the point three? What's the fucking... I, I only do points for games because... No, no, but I, I mean like, like, like they have the yeah, whole like numbers. The or they have two, like the point five. Yeah. And that's fine, but it's like, I'm going to give this a 6.7 out of... T- like, hello? What the fuck? <laughs> What's a 6.7? I know some people do like, oh, we're going to do like the plot out of 10, like 5. Or like the gameplay. And then they like add all that up and then, you know, divide. And then they get like 6.3 or whatever. Dumb. I fucking hate... They just like, round the number! Just round like, it! Cut it all down. Just cut... Bring it to a 6 then. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> What I I only give points like point fives to 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 games because I feel like games you can critique more than movies. Eh. In my opinion, at least, maybe like you can find a lot more wrong. Like, like if I go talk about uh, God of War three, the reboot, right? It's not out yet. I hate the gameplay, but everything else is great. Besides this thing that drove me nuts throughout the entire game nine point or eight point five okay it's close i don't want to give it a nine but i don't want to give it an eight well no that's that's literally what i said about spider-man last week you know i gave it that 7.5 because the story drags it down so much but i had too much fun no lifing the game for like three days with the gameplay and stuff it's mostly to the traversal for me. Oh, the traversal's really fine. Like, I can swing around for hours, but I grinded through it, so I didn't really do that much. Because I wanted to witness all the mechanics, and a lot of them are just rehashes from the first games or slightly developed. I still think the first one's the best one. I don't know what, if that's like a hot take, I still think the first one's the best one. The narrative is better... And I don't like the gadget wheel. So I'm going to have to say the gameplay is better for the second game, mostly because of the gadget wheel. Because I do prefer the gadget 
buttons and the ability buttons over the wheel. I just hate. Yeah, but there's more variety stuff. in the gadget wheel. They give you ten that's, instead of four. That's true, but I I hate pausing the game to open up a wheel. Well, you usually go pretty quick. <laughs> that's true too. Like I, if like, if you're dumb and you don't know what anything is, then it depends maybe. on it depends on how much is on that wheel. I should say there was like eight or nine on it. I yeah, think. There, yeah, there it wasn't, wasn't too much. much. But like, if you look at. I saw that clip. Fucking that Horizon is insane. Clip. Is in. There's like there 12, are like... there a second wheel pops up. Yeah. For some of them, or like hello. Even no, like, I'm good. Even Bethesda games are a huge criticism for you. You have to pause the game, open your inventory. <laughs> it's really no, time consuming. Good. Like I, it dude, breaks the pace. I've been playing play. Yakuza Zero. Right. You need health for anything? Pause. Go to <laughs> items. Yeah. Go to your inventory. Click this thing. Exit the menu. Exit back to the game. Continue play. Like, if you do it quick enough, it takes like two seconds. Right? But I'm still new to it, so what the fuck? It's and then, like, I'm tra I, like, I traverse. And especially because there's different kinds. So you're like, should I do the big one? Or should I go for, like, a medium level? And just, like, try to, like, like chance it? You know? Like... Because it's an RPG, you have to buy all this stuff, so it's like... Probably plays better on PC, because, like, Baldur's Gate 3, I imagine you have to go through that same thing to use a health potion, or, like, heal. Oh, for PlayStation? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. but... Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. But I PC, am enjoying it, do it, though. A button, so. I'm really... I'm yeah. really enjoying it. <laughs> well, did you not see the trailer for the... What, what's the island one I forgot? He rides a fucking dolphin to an island and just It's called Infinite city. Wealth. That's the, that's <laughs> the eighth one. It's the new one. It just becomes Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, I didn't see the trailer because I didn't think it was... I thought nothing about um, the, man, the, uh, the man who... Erased his name. Erased his name. I thought it was Stoles. The man who erased his name and Infinite Wealth. I thought those were spinoffs like Inshin. Turns out... Uh, the man who erased his name is 7.5. It's an intercool. And Infinite Wealth is the eighth installment. That's the new one. <laughs> and I'm like, hello? What? <laughs> They're introducing building Animal Crossing mechanics in the eighth game? <laughs> well, because I didn't think anything about it, right? I was just going to do the mainline ones. Turns out they're all connected to this deep interlocking story. And so I'm like, okay, so I do need to play Inshin. I do need to play Infinite Wealth because that's the new mainline. God damn. These games are long. Like, I played for about four hours. 2%. I have beaten 2% of the game. Yeah, and you two <laughs> Spider-Man 2, you play for an hour and you already did like 12%. That's so true. Because, like, story is, like, 50%, right? The rest of the stuff is, like, the other half. Usually. So, yeah. Just grind the story. Everything pops up. You go through it all quickly. You're done. Is Yakuza 0 the one with the dancing? There's, uh, there's karaoke minigames. There's... Bowling, right? Dancing mini... Bowling, yeah. darts, pool. Um... You can go to a porn place and jack off. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun. Like, because this dude's so serious. 
He's so angry. And he's just... You see the seated rage. And then you see him fucking doing shit on the dance floor. It's the funniest shit ever. Oh my god. I don't know why I wanted to get into Yakuza. I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. And now I am. I'm like, what the hell? Oh my god. Apparently there's like housing mechanics. Like you have to like... <laughs> buy property and land and there's like interest rates and shit and there's like it's really weird there's like like systems where like if you run into a guy on the street and you fight him it's sort of like the system in red dead 2 but this one's actually good because if you and fight it happened before because like if you go into this system like there's this big guy and you fight him if you win you keep your money if you lose, all of the money in your inventory is gone. Right? In Red Dead, that's it. You lose money. Right? In this game, you come back to kick his ass and you get the money back. <laughs> and if you do it at certain times or if you find him at a different spot, you will either get more money or less money depending on how much that character has spent and bullied people at that point. Like, damn. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Okay. It's Nemesis before the Nemesis system. Um, well, it's like one character. It's like yeah, a side yeah. character. But like, I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. I, I, I always hear Yakuza's like fun games, but like they're like really political. Um, no, no politics really. It's just like, I got through the first chapter of 17, by the way, and it took me, like, a really long time, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, not, like, I thought the sto like, this could have been an entire game, the first chapter, and I'm like, oh, shit, or, like, like damn, because, like, okay, you're a Yakuza guy, you're just, like, a grunt, and you go in, and you're framed for a murder, and... Like, the guy that's, like, your mentor that took you in is, like, being held accountable because that's, like, the Yakuza way. You're trying to figure out who did it. You find you find out the guy who did it or, like, the person that, like, hired the dude to frame you is also in the Yakuza and you know him and you need to find the killer so you can put yourself and your mentor at, like, peace so you're not getting hunted or whatever. Like, it's... Insane. And Was now there's fucking property values and stuff. But isn't, like, actually, like, unironically, isn't, like, Yakuza 0, like, uh, like a, like a satire of the housing crisis in Japan that happened in, like, the 80s or something? Funny, because this is set in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wonder, I wonder. I remember a friend told us that, because he played all the Yakuza games. And I'm like, huh. Because, <clears throat> like, when you punch them, they drop money or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 If you if like, you if yeah. you pull off combos, you like, like you 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 have like a finishing blow. You get extra money for it. Like you get money from beating the hell out of people. It's pretty funny. Like there's this. Uh, I'm just. I'm really liking it. The cutscenes. There's so fucking many. Like you want you wanna talk about not being able to play the damn game? Well, it's stranding. There's like an hour there's like a thirty minute long cutscene at the beginning of the game before you even start playing. 
and all you do is you walk forward for about five seconds before another cutscene kicks in, right? Then it's a five-minute cutscene, and then you cut to the gameplay tutorial, which is super easy. And then, right, right, okay, it cuts back to, guess what? Another cutscene. <laughs> like, it is... I've probably run into more cutscenes than actual fucking gameplay. <laughs> there are so many. And it's different kinds. Because there's, like, the really slick, good-looking, like, CG ones. Then you have, like, the ones where, like, subtitles show oh, yeah. up, but, like, their mouths move. Very and, poorly. And yeah. they, uh, very <laughs> poorly. They don't sync up. And it's, like, in-game or whatever. And then you have the ones where it's, like, splash panels... Or it's, like, still images that, like, move sometimes, and their mouths don't sink in, and they have the subtitles and stuff. And it's like, why have three different kinds of cutscenes? The real question is, why not? <laughs> it's, because there's so much. And they cut between some. Like, in one cutscene, it goes from the CG one to the in-game cutscene footage to the CG cutscene. Without cutting the gameplay at all. Maybe it's just a core theme of the game. No, it's not. symbolic. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's symbolic for animation studios at the time in the eighties. <laughs> no. Just saying. Like as much as I'm harping on it, once like the game kicks in, because I'm still on only on the second chapter of seventeen. I'm probably gonna start getting more into gameplay stuff. I'll pr that that will probably be less of an issue, but just getting the story going and sort of just where I'm at right now, it's kind of an issue. <laughs> but um, that's that's me bitching about Yakuza Zero, <laughs> yeah. and to think there's nine of them, <laughs> and some unreleased Amer uh, unreleased uh, Japan exclusive ones. Are there? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm just going to stick to the ones that are on Game Pass, a.k.a. all of them. <laughs> well, anyways, I give Spider-Man to a 7 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I took over that. I'm sorry. I, I have, I've played a little bit of Alan Wake. Well, I played a lot of it. I have one more episode left. They're episodic. Yeah, they're episodic. It's like structured like episodes. Or chapters of a book. Or chapters of a book. It's really boring. <laughs> Is it a stranding type game? Pretty much. You just walk, point the flashlight at the bad guys, and shoot them like three times, and then they pew, die. Pew, pew. Yeah. So it's like Resident Evil, but without the, uh, the inventory. It is a lot like Resident Evil, but you haven't played the four or five, but they like throw axes at you and stuff. So there's a dodge button? Yeah. Okay. They call it a cinematic dodge button, but it doesn't work half the time. <coughs> so true. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, yeah. It definitely... It definitely doesn't get me hyped for the base day. Yeah, base day. I'd spend Dragon, dude. I I don't know how much longer I can take of it. You're almost done, and I hear Alan Wake Two is infinitely better. <laughs> Seventy dollar game, pay up. <laughs> fall asleep. Mmm, nectar. <laughs> like in, when a cutscene shows up, like ah, mmm, power. He's gonna talk about how much he has writer's block and how much he doesn't want to write. Mmm, nap time. <laughs> nap time. <laughs> Is that talk. actually all he talks about? <laughs> I don't want to write because I have writer's block. I don't know what to write about. You have to write because that's the only way you can stop these evil bad guys. 
actually yeah it's like uh it's like it's like the gravity writer falls. stuff comes to life yeah it's like gravity falls. yeah it is like no well gravity falls got its inspiration from twin peaks so it's technically just twin peaks that's so fucking funny <laughs> It's like, ah, yes, children's show. Let's pull from David Lynch, of all people. I'm like, okay, man, whatever you say. Disney's like, we agree. <laughs> we agree. Ah, <laughs> uh, remember when Disney actually allowed good shows? I don't know. I hear High School Musical is not that bad. High School Musical, the TV show. No, but there's like a second subtitle to it. It's High School Musical... The, the Disney Plus TV show <laughs> or fucking something. I don't know. Disney Plus. I thought TV that was like show. the the thing, the show. It's High School Musical, the thing, the show. Or maybe I'm just fucking stupid. The musical, the show. High School, the musical, the. Sh- High School Musical, the musical. Yes. The, yeah, yes. <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the show. Hell yeah. <clears throat> you have any other reviews? No. 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 Okay. I really, I really don't want to finish. Alan you don't want to watch. I really don't want to finish Alan Lake. Holy shit! Well, just finish it and then buy seventy dollars and play the second. <sighs> Do it, bro. It's only ten hours and it felt like tw- it feels like twenty hours. <laughs> Really? The chapters, the episodes are like three hours long. I forgot to mention that. And it's like how many of them? Six? Six, yeah. Well, that's not too bad. Um, okay, so I have a year at the Oscars. Lay Oscars. You ready? You ready to hear it? Alright. So I picked this year in particular, because now we're, we're entering the, um, the 2000s, you know? There's some years in the 2000s we haven't done yet. But I want to do some in the 90s as well. Because this era has a lot of sweeps. Like, really undeserved sweeps, too. Um, Mulholland Drive. That uh, only got one nom. And it didn't win. But whatever. So this is... And this year has a lot of movies that we recognize. Or have at least heard about. This is the year... Of Shakespeare in Love beating Saving Private Ryan at the Oscars. Probably deserved. No. 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 So. Um, I'll, I'll give you some context. Uh, Saving Private Ryan dropped in the summer and everyone everywhere was like, haha, this is winning all of the Oscars. And like, that was it. That's all anyone said. They're just like, yep, it's going to win. That's it. <laughs> we, we don't need to talk about anything else. Spielberg was going to win his second director's Oscar. You know, we're just, we're just, we're just going to have to chill with it. And that's how it started. It won the Golden Globe for Drama. It won the Critics' Choice, won the PGA, nominated everywhere. Um, but there was a turn of events with a little, little, a little guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, interesting guy. Um, he wanted to win an Oscar, right? He's been at it for a couple years, you know. 
He is very Oscars obsessed. He's gotten movies to win before, but he's never won, personally, right? He was attached for producing Shakespeare in Love. And he, he basically changed how campaigning or how just movies are shown to the Oscars forever. So, like, when we're pissed that they don't see indie movies, it's because of him. <laughs> it's because of him. So, I'm, I'm guessing because he has a lot of connections, he made everyone watch his movie? Uh, sort of, yeah, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. he made up excuses so Academy members can watch his movie, and they sort of just pandered to them. There was a lot of, like, parties where they're like, you know, Saving Private Ryan, the first 15 minutes are good, but that is just kind of an average war movie. And they just kind of took this tactic of just showing everyone the same fucking movie for, like, months. And they just... It's like how Crash ended up doing this. They just kept showing it to people. And they're like, huh, well, you know. There is this movie that's winning a lot right now. It's kind of boring. Let's change it up a bit. <laughs> And so they eventually go with the lesser pick, right? It did win Golden Globe comedy. They were in two separate categories. It won the BAFTA, but a lot of people thought it's the most British movie ever fucking made. <laughs> no shit, it won the BAFTA. <clears throat> but the big deal was that it won the SAG Award for its ensemble. I think this st started cluing people in, hey... This is definitely number two and could totally win. That night, it ended up winning more Oscars than Saving Private Ryan. It won Best Picture over Saving Private Ryan. Uh, I don't think it's dessert. Saving Private Ryan, I know because of where we grew up and just how little people knew about film, they, they would usually say Saving Private Ryan is one of my favorite movies. It's so intense and real. And, like, that's just the culture we were around. But if you sort of strip that back, it's still a pretty phenomenal movie, I feel like. And I think it would have been a better win. That's just... Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Because, yeah, we, we, we grew up in a very rural area where uh, everyone loves uh, Go America... So every time there's a very pro-American war movie someone says they love, I immediately just start harping on it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I can guarantee that's the American Sniper way. was a big one that people loved. Yeah. Um, or I just look and I'm like, yeah, I can guarantee the only reason why you like it is because it's pro-America. Pro-war. <laughs> <laughs> it shows you the horrors of war. They proceed to think it's pro-war. Starship <laughs> Troopers is my favorite pro-war because we uh, stop and invade a foreign nation and commit genocide mm -hmm. like oil <laughs> um go america go me so that was i think the night of it was kind of a coin flip but looking back i think it was probably pretty obvious that shakespeare in love was the the one that came out on top it just kind of made sense other movies so, this year in particular, there wasn't a single movie set in the present day. They were all period pieces. <laughs> there were three movies set in World War II, and two movies set during 
the the ye old era of Queen Elizabeth from long ago. Two, because the next movie on here is Elizabeth, a biopic about Queen Elizabeth, who also shows up in the movie Shakespeare in Love. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Damn, the Baptists must have had a year this that year. They absolutely loved Elizabeth. <laughs> they absolutely loved both Elizabeth and Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love had fifteen fucking BAFTA nominations. So yeah, they kind of loved it. It did get a BAFTA Best Picture nomination. It got Critics Choice in Golden Globe Drama. Okay. Um Life is Beautiful. This is an international film from writer, actor, director Roberto Benigni. He is a comedian and he made a dramedy about the Holocaust. And a lot of people at the time gave him shit for sort of portraying it as a bit of a lighter issue than they probably should have. But he has a great point that if he wants to exp like he mentioned something on the lines of if I want to express like a theme through an emotion, I think either via drama or comedy, it can still come across the way you want it to. And I think that makes sense. Like Jojo Rabbit did a Yeah, I, I was going to say, would they, if Jojo Rabbit released them, would they criticize it for the same reason? Probably. Yeah, probably. But both got in. Um, and this is the first international film to get a SAG Ensemble nomination which just kind of goes to show that this was a big top five contender. It got PGA, Critics' Choice. I think this was probably... I think Life is Beautiful was number three. My guess is Elizabeth was number four. Number five, The Thin Red Line. Terrence Malick's movie. His first that he had made in 20 years. He made some movies in the 70s, disappeared off the face of the earth, and then he made this. Oh, crap. He made the Tree of Life? Yeah. And that one shitty Ryan Gosling Song movie? to song, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, this is the same guy. The was... Academy likes him when he's doing period pieces. Was the Tree of Life in the 70s? No, the Tree of Life came out in 2011, but oh. it's set in the past, so people like it. Ah. Um, I don't know. It does have what, four point five. <laughs> I thought it was something. Crazy. What does? I thought Tree of Life was like four point five on Letterboxd. Holy I shit! It was really? Like crazy. Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, it was something really fucking nuts. I remember looking at it. Let's let's take a gander. Maybe it's like four point three. Terrence Malick, director. Let's go by average highest. Okay, none of mm, Tree of Life is at a three point nine. Oh fuck me! I swear, I, maybe it's his dropped. highest is Days of Heaven from nineteen seventy eight four point one. Maybe they review bombed it. And then Santa Sans at a three point <laughs> which is kind of shocking. Like I thought people genuinely hated this movie, and it's at like an average of like a six out of ten. That's kind of shocking. Anywho, um, yeah, the Thin Red Line shocks. And gets in to the Oscars. Maybe I just maybe I just thought that because I always see Tree of Life in people's favorites on Letterbox. 
Maybe it's just me. Um, I people do really like cheap yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, I just I probably just assumed it was really fucking high. Uh, That's my bad. You Mandela affected yourself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the movie got in, and it was a shock. We'll talk about why it got in, right? My guess is, period piece, from a critically acclaimed director that was coming back for the first time. It was well made, well received. It was kind of just like everything that they wanted it to be. And so over a certain other movie we'll talk about in a second, it gets in with just a Critics' Choice nomination for Best Picture. And um, it got into director, shockingly, over other people. It got like a screenplay nomination because it's based on a book it got a lot of tech noms like it got in when most people thought it won <laughs> um but what did it get in over you may say well i'll tell you it beat the truman show yeah it beat the truman show the truman show also dropped in the summer they were playing it for commercial success at first but when the reviews and reception were as insanely high as it was, they were like, oh shit, we can play this for awards. So they put uh, Peter Weir uh, in the directing category, you know, the screenplay, just how inventive it was. You know, there was a lot of great performances. They put him in those categories. It got Golden Globe drama. Drama, not even fucking comedy. <clears throat> Got Critics' Choice, and it made the BAFTA top five for Best Picture. But the thing is, it missed PGA when it shouldn't have. Like, that is a shoo-in for the Producers Guild, because it made money. They love when movies make money, right? That's why they put in shit like The Whale, because it's a small movie that made a lot of money, right it's heartfelt it's got a lot of emotion in it it's a very crowd-pleasing movie producers guild goes for a lot of superhero movies because of that like this is a perfect fit for pga and it missed well that's because the truman show was all right it's definitely not like it's a 10 out of 10 it's okay at best it's definitely not like it's a 10 out of 10 or whatever it's fine um other movies Gods and Monsters. This is a movie about, I believe, the director of a lot of um, old, like, Universal Monster movies, um, starring Ian McKellen, who's in contention for Best Actor. Also starred Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yep. It got Golden Globe, Critics' Choice, PGA. Um, there are a couple of other ones... A Simple Plan, a Sam Raimi movie, sort of in the vein of like a Coen Brothers movie like Fargo that he made. You got Critics' Choice, Pleasantville. You've seen Pleasantville. I am not, but it got Critics' Choice. Watch it because Toby McGuire. Little Voice is a movie that I know literally nothing about, but it got a SAG Ensemble nomination. Um, let's, let's go to Director. So, it was a, almost like a coin toss night of for Best Picture, but Best Director 
the most obvious fucking thing in the world was Steven Spielberg winning his second director Oscar. The most obvious fucking thing in the world. Um, he won everything except for BAFTA, which weirdly enough went to Peter Weir for the Truman Show. Which is a great pick, by the way. It's very well directed. Um, uh, if either one of them won, I would have been fine with it. But um, John Madden <laughs> for Shakespeare no and <laughs> directed the movie. Madden? John Madden. I... Uh, there's no image. Every time I look up John Madden, Shakespeare in Love, it there's no fucking image for him. Maybe you can find his IMDb. Oh. No, it's a different guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when I looked him up on IMDb, there wasn't one for some reason. But no, it's a different guy. He's just also called John Madden. Hello? What's that? A new update for Vampire Survivors. Adventure update? What does that even mean? I don't know. I follow the dude, the, I think it's a lady, actually. I'm not sure. I follow the person on social media, uh, one developer. Hmm. I thought it was a dude. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, any who's Um, yeah, Spielberg was nominated everywhere, uh, won everything except for BAFTA. John Madden nominated everywhere. Peter Weir nominated everywhere. <clears throat> Roberto Benigni got only DGA and then got the Oscar. Terrence Malick gets into DGA and people are, yo, what the fuck? And then he gets into the Oscar. Most people thought Shakar Cooper, I believe is how you would pronounce it, the director of Elizabeth would get in because he got uh, Golden Globe and BAFTA. That did not happen. Um, Terrence Malick is probably a better pick, so I'm okay with that. Um... Best Actor, Roberto Benigni. This is one of the few times where an actor directs himself into an acting win. Uh, he won SAG, and he won BAFTA for Best Actor. Um, Tom Hanks for Saving Private Ryan gets in. Ian McKellen for Gods and Monsters won Critics' Choice. Nick Nolte for this drama I've never heard of called Affliction he gets in for Golden Globe and SAG. Now, the fifth one, the fifth nominee, Edward Norton for American History X. The one where he plays a Nazi. <laughs> um, that gets in. He was nominated basically nowhere. Not many critics groups, no major precursors. They really went out for him. Uh, but this was at at the snub of Jim Carrey for the Truman Show. I would say he had three times when he got close, and he missed all three times. This uh, time, Evan Almighty, uh, yeah, yeah, liar, liar, uh, yeah, mm -hmm, yep, uh, and, Mr. Popper's uh, Pink, Mr. Po oh, I forgot <laughs> that movie exists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, oh wait, it's Sonic too. Oh, of course, of course, of course. He got really close with that one. <laughs> um, okay, so he got nominated for Golden Globe Drama. Wins. Wins Golden Globe Drama over literally everyone else. And then he's nominated literally nowhere else. Doesn't get SAG. Doesn't get BAFTA, despite that getting into Best Picture. He's just left out. You know why, though? 
Because he speaks out be. against the Hollywood elite. What? Because he speaks out against the Hollywood elite. True. True. Maybe not at the time, though. He probably hated people in Hollywood, though. That's probably why. Well, yeah. Um, remember, this is the year that started where you, if you have connections, you're winning. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, maybe he he just didn't want to have connections. Yeah, he did make some jokes about it when presenting best editing. I guess a weird a weird time to make jokes about acting in the best editing category but whatever um also i think the big thing was he had been a comedian often comedians turning to drama have a very hard time getting in um because comedic comedic performances barely get in to begin with comedians turning to drama barely get in um, unless, like, you just sit in the drama movies so long that they eventually do it, but, like... I didn't see anything for Adam Sandler for D- D- Drunk Punch Love or, uh... Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, yeah. 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 I would even say because he got SAG for Hustle, he was, like, top ten somewhere, but, like... Yeah, Jim Carrey, I've, uh, I'll mention this later... He was probably also number six uh, for Eternal Sunshine. He was probably number six or seven for Man on the Moon, where it was a biopic where he played a comedian and stuff, but it was like a dramedy. Um, Number seven, I would say, is Joseph Fiennes for Shakespeare in Love. He got SAG and BAFTA. Most people say he fucking sucks in it, so I'm, 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 I'm okay that he didn't get it. Uh, let's see here. Best Actress. So this was a year between Kate Blanchett and Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, Kate Blanchett. Um, this was like a big breakout for her, from what I'm seeing in her filmography. She won Golden Globe, Critics' Choice, and BAFTA. Similarly to how she won those exact same awards for Tar. And she missed SAG and then missed the Oscar to Gwyneth Paltrow who won Golden Globe Comedy and SAG. It's happened twice to her. (laughs) She went crazy and now sells candles. Mmm, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I hear she's solid in the movie. I guess. I don't know. She can be a good actress sometimes. Did you hear... uh... That there's there's a streamer that's selling her uh, yeast. Yes, her in, vaginal yeast in, 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 in a in a beer. beer. <laughs> mm, Let's yum. go. Yum. It's probably not even real. Mm. It's just marketing. Mm. Oh, the yeasts. Mm. Yes, I would love vagina beer, please. <laughs> Give me your finest vagina beer. Ah, oh, terrific. Um, anywho, I don't know most of these other best actress nominees. Um, Emily Watson for Hillary and Jackie, which I've never fucking heard of. Um, Meryl Streep gets her umpteenth nomination for One True Thing. Adam Sandler for Jack and Jill. What? Adam Sandler for Jack and Jill. Oh, of course. Yeah, my favorite. (laughs) Um, here's one though. Here's a cool one. 
So there's a movie. Oh, fuck. Is it from Brazil? Shit. Brazil? I from Brazil. No. It's from a South American country. Central Station. It has like a 4.5 on Letterboxd. It's fucking insane. She got nominated, the lead of that movie, Fernanda Montenegro. Got Golden Globe, got the Oscar. Um, she didn't have a shot, but I think it's kind of cool that they went out for that performance. They don't usually go for international actresses a lot. Parasite. Uh, yeah. Well, because I'm thinking of like one this year, Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall. That's in big contention. But like I'm thinking of a lot of people, like not a ton of people from the past. Like there was one that had a chance in 2016, but that didn't really go anywhere. Um, Yelitsa Aparicio for Roma. That was a shock. Ah, but she got in. Supporting actor. This is insane. So we've talked about four-way splits before. This is a five-way split. The four people that won, none of them won the Oscar. <laughs> um, so the guy who won is like an old guy from Affliction. And he didn't win anything. Jeffrey Rush for Shakespeare in Love. He won the BAFTA, I guess. Billy Bob Thornton for a simple plan got Critics' Choice. Ed Harris for The Truman Show, who probably would have been my pick here, got the Golden Globe. And Robert Duvall for A Civil Action got the SAG. So, five different winners at five different places. I have never seen this before. It's kind of insane. Because, um, like, imagine all these different people winning. And you have all those choices. And then they go with just an old guy. <laughs> they go with an old guy. Well, like, because, like, he's old. And he mm -hmm. won't get another chance. Mm -hmm. And he's white. He was white. They're all white, yeah. He's the most white of them all. <laughs> there's, um, there's a really cool nomination that I think probably should have gotten in. So at the Golden Globe, they recognized Bill Murray in Rushmore. Wes Anderson's second movie. That's a terrific pick. That, If he got in, that would have been my pick, probably. To be honest with you. He's pretty great in that movie. Um, supporting actress. This is funny. So Judy Dench. Dame. Madam Judy Dench. Uh, she never won an Oscar. And people are like, we should give her an Oscar. And the year prior, she got close and then she lost. And then they're like, oh, we'll give her an Oscar soon, guys. Trust me. And then she shows up for like eight minutes of this movie. And then she fucking wins an Oscar for like eight minutes. It's like three cameos, basically. And then she wins. She screamed and yelled in the eight minute scene. Uh, no. So. No. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I, uh, no. She won the BAFTA and then she won the Oscar. The person that most people probably thought was going to win was Kathy Bates for Primary Colors. This is a movie also with John Travolta. She won previously for Misery in Best Actress. Um, it had been probably nine years, eight years at this point. 
and she wins Critics' Choice in SAG, and most people think she's going to win. But she had an Oscar, and Judy Dench didn't have an Oscar. And then, like, we should give Judy Dench an Oscar. So they give Judy Dench an Oscar for a cameo, basically. It's not the f first time it's happened. When we talked about the Rocky year, the supporting actress that year had five minutes. She had one scene, and she won an Oscar. So, not the first time. Um, screenplay original. Uh, Shakespeare and Love won because it's like romance and it's clever and it's witty. Truman Show got in. That won the BAFTA. Saving Private Ryan. What screenplay? Haha. <laughs> no, actually, seriously. What? What? Well, because they uh, they walk. They walk, and, and then there's a fight. There's a fight. And then the one guy gets shot. And then they, Tom don't, have, <laughs> they don't have any more deaths until the end where everyone dies to save Private Ryan. Does everyone die? I thought it was just Tom Hanks. I thought everyone died. Maybe I'm thinking of Black Hawk Down for some reason. I don't remember if a ton of people died in that movie. I I'm pretty sure a lot of people just straight up die at the end to save the one guy. And that was the entire point. No man left behind proceeds to fucking die. <laughs> no man left behind. He's perfectly fine with four other soldiers in a tank. <laughs> I don't remember Saving Private Ryan that much. Um, I remember him on the bridge. And then he talks to him for two seconds, and they're like best friends, and then he cries at them. At the Vin grave. Diesel's in that movie. Vin Diesel. Um, Life is Beautiful got a screenplay nomination. Adapted screenplay. Gods and Monsters wins. Um, that makes a lot of sense. They probably weren't going to give it to the Thin Red Line. Because it is based off of a book, but it's like a war movie. And the thing is, the movie was very, very heavily edited down. Like, it's a three-hour long movie. It's really long. The movie was nine hours long, originally. Mickey Rourke had an entire storyline. George Clooney had an entire storyline. They cut out like half the fucking cast. They cut out a shit ton of the movie. Like the editing is the story, basically. So one editing? Uh, no. <laughs> they fucking didn't. So it's not like Blade Runner? Uh, Blade Runner didn't win either. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Did. D, it wasn't even nominated. Yeah, I forgot. I keep forgetting. I forgot. It did win cinematography. Yeah, that's that's what I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't... Yeah. Um, Let's not nominate the movie that was saved by its editing. The first one? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Good movie. Let's, wait, it was, but it didn't win. Yeah. No, neither of them were nominated. For oh. Yeah, okay. You know, my balls just itch extremely <laughs> right now. Uh, so, the, okay, this is weird. So, there was a period in the 90s where Disney movies kept winning so fucking often that they split the category into two for score. Disney score. Best original and best... What? No, so there's best dramatic original. and then musical. So, dramatic, their uh, Life is Beautiful wins. John Williams is nominated for the umpteenth time for Saving Private Ryan. 
The Thin Red Line, Hans Zimmer, that got a nomination. <coughs> um, a musical, Shakespeare in Love wins. Prince of Egypt gets in, so does Mulan and A Bug's Life. Yes! That's <laughs> good. Ah, the Bug's Life score bucks so hard. <laughs> uh, that's a good In pick. fact, Bug's Life just bucks so hard in general. That's pretty true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patch Adams... A Robin Williams movie that got a yeah, nomination. Fucks the shit. Uh, Pleasantville in the dramatic category. I don't remember the score. Uh, uh, Truman Show is snubbed in the dramatic category, which makes me want to kill myself because that won the Golden Globe for score, and the score is great in that movie. The 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 Truman sleeps theme is pretty great. Yeah, but they didn't push it hard. Honestly, I'll be Truman in real life. <laughs> Oh, come on, guys. Come on. I'm uh, you want to know why? Because it wasn't eligible. It wasn't eligible. The reason why is because the composer, Philip Glass, he reuses a lot of the same material. And he sort of just like adjusts it a bit. And so they're like, oh, it's not original enough. And then they like shit and come. And then they snuff. Star Wars. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's original, guys. Trust me. Every movie has an original score. Um, okay. Uh, a song from the Prince of Egypt one, When You Believe. I don't know, I've never seen the Prince of when Egypt. When you believe in my boss. Do you believe in life after love? Remember that. Do you believe in my boss? Here's some... Uh, <laughs> there's a song from the movie Armageddon that got him. No way. I don't want to miss a thing. I didn't even know there was a song for that. <laughs> no way. Is this is this his only nomination? Mm-hmm. We'll get we'll get um that'll do. This was from Babe Pig in the City. Armageddon what was it directed or just produced by Michael Bay? Directed. It was directed. So yeah. Anyhow, anyhow. Um I thought it was just produced. Cinematography goes to saving private Ryan. That makes a lot. Of, it's a war. That makes a lot of sense. And it used shaky cam, but it like used it well, because it's like actually like supposed to like give you a sense of urgency and fear, and just sort of the panic in the scenes that they're utilized in. I don't know. It's like actually done well instead of stuff like take it. <laughs> it's just fucking shaky cam for the sake of shaking. Guys, we're so cool. You can't see the fucking image. Uh, but it didn't win any of the precursors. The BAFTA gave it to Elizabeth, and the Cinematographers Guild gave it to the Thin Red Line. There you go. Um, Shakespeare and Love gets in, I guess. And then A Civil Action, it's in black and white. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Uh, Truman Show got BAFTA and then was snubbed, which, again, makes me want to kill myself. Truman Show should have gotten, like, 12, and it got 3. Hello. Hello. What have happened? you ever thought that maybe the Truman Show just is, like, a 4 out of 10 movie? You're so... <laughs> no. Okay, uh, best editing also goes to Saving Private Ryan, because it's a war movie. It's a war movie. It's a war movie about America and how we're mm. great. War bad, but also war good. War good. War good when it puts money in my pocket. Mmm, so true. 
war bad when I get shit on for having that opinion and I publicly apologize. <laughs> uh, Shakespeare and Love got BAFTA. Then Red Lion is nominated. Life is beautiful. <laughs> Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels got BAFTA. Guy Ritchie movie. That's kind of funny. Um, I just put this down here. Truman Show got nothing. WTF. Why didn't it get editing? Why didn't it get editing? It was paced so perfectly. The timing for the jokes were pretty great. Oh, well, I'll just shoot myself in the... Th <laughs> <laughs> no, that's weird. You want to go for the toe. The toe. Mm, you're right. I need to shoot off my pinky toe. Uh, art direction goes to Shakespeare in Love. Because it's set in the past. And there's like cobblestone streets. And it's like big, giant, lavish sets and stuff. And it makes me want to die. <laughs> I'm just so fucking mad. Saving Private Ryan, because war movie. Elizabeth, because set in the past. Pleasantville. I haven't seen it. I don't know why it got production design. Because it's in the 60s. Mm, okay, that makes sense. What Dreams May Come got a production design nomination. My guess is because of the giant ship. Like, in the second half that he tries to get on. So he can, like, get his kids or whatever. I guess. All right, what? So, what? it's the Robin Williams movie where he dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, the dream world or whatever. They got production design? They got production design. My guess is because, like, they go to hell or whatever, and there's that ship, I guess, that he has to climb up on. My guess is, like, that's what got it production design. All right. I guess. Yeah, I completely forgot what that movie was called. <clears throat> um, Truman Show won the BAFTA. Contemporary? No thank you. They snubbed it. Can you tell I'm mad? Of all of the movies, I would have picked the Truman Show, but whatever. It's fine. I'm not salty. Fuck you. Costume design. Costume design. Goes to Shakespeare in Love. Why? Because it's a period piece. It's a... It's a it's a pure piece drama. Mm. Pleasantville. Now I guess it's from the sixties, so I got costumes. Uh, Elizabeth. There's this movie called Velvet Goldmine. That got costumes. That's kind of a cool pick. That one the bathtub. Makeup goes to Elizabeth. I guess for like the the wigs. Or something. I don't fucking Shakespeare in Love also for wigs. And then Saving Private Ryan because dead people. Arms and like like dead corpses counted. Blood. Blood. Yeah, exactly. Prosthetic pink. <clears throat> Hello. Uh, what dreams may come. Wins visual effects. Wins visual effects. It wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because of, like, the flowers and the painting world at the beginning. And they can, like, fly and stuff later yeah. on. Yeah, visual effects. Um, Mighty Joe Yun. <laughs> Do you know that? Oh, wait, yeah. That got a visual no effects way. nomination? I had that on VHS, dude. <laughs> no way. Um, I used to think it was King Kong. What? I used to think it was King Kong. <laughs> I'm not, I used to think it was a King Kong movie. <laughs> 
Mighty I, Joe Young. <laughs> Oscar nominated. Mighty Joe Young. No way. I forgot that movie existed for a second. Um, 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 Armageddon. That <laughs> visual effects. Yes. Yes, Michael Bay. Yes. This is when Michael Bay was good, kind Our of. Our Lord and Savior. He still is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ambulance was my favorite movie. <laughs> um, At least he doesn't give a shit about awards, let's be honest here. No, he, he's there for the money. That's all he's there for. He's not just there for the money. He's about doing whatever he wants. That's so true. Um, what was snub? Saving Private Ryan won the BAFTA. Probably like subtle VFX, like background shots, compositing. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, the Truman Show got BAFTA. I guess. Because oh. of the boat. The boat. Yeah. Ants got BAFTA nominated <laughs> for visual effects. Yeah. Let's go. That's Woody fucking, Allen. That's fucking lit. Um, sound editing, Saving Private Ryan wins. Armageddon and then The Mask of Zorro is nominated as well. Uh, stuff that was snubbed, Deep Impact, uh, the the American Godzilla movie, and then Blade got some noms as well. Honestly, Blade should have just swept that year. Of course. And then the other sound category also went to Saving Private Ryan. This category has five nominations, however, instead of three. So they have Armageddon and the Mask of Zorro as well, but also the Thin Red Line and Shakespeare in Love. I guess didn't they restart production on Blade again for like the fourth time? They did. They did. They did. They did. Congratulations. 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 So that was my ramblings. Did you learn anything? Anything interesting anyway? I learned historically the Oscars still suck. Very base. You shouldn't base your opinions off an award show. You should base your opinions on uh, how popular it is. <laughs> ah, Avatar should have won. <laughs> of course. Honestly, as a fellow Avatar head, Avatar should have just swept. It should have won all 700 Oscars. <laughs> I've never watched an award show in my entire life. <laughs> There's 700 categories, right? There's yeah. a lot of jobs, yeah. you know, you know. You have the boom mic guy. Best <laughs> boom mic guy. Best boom mic guy. You have best, um, you have, uh, you have best toenail clipper, you know. Oh, they have, you have best, uh, woman assistant abused by men in power. <laughs> you know, like, that's a category. Uh, you have the best Harvey Weinstein victim. <laughs> you have the best best friend to a uh, rapist award. Uh, uh, you have the best person uh, uh, to uh, does stuff. You have best lazy guy. <laughs> best lazy guy. 
Uh, best guy that doesn't do his job. Best and, hobo? Mmm. Best extra. You know? Best extra. Best extra. You have to appreciate the extras. You do. You do. Um, best uh, delivery driver. Best prop designer. Best prop. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dildo and everything. <laughs> or the butt plug. Either one of them could have won. Best prop googly eyes. He could have just filled that whole thing with... Rock. Rock. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's one more thing I want to do. I don't know if you're interested. I'm putting it out there. So we've done our final predictions for the Game Awards, I think. Not much has changed. Um, but I, I, I want to go through the contenders. All of them. <laughs> So I, I here have a list in alphabetical. Just the contenders or then, like, who could be in it? Who, like, what I think could happen to certain games, right? Okay, so I have 32 games here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, and, that's a yeah, yeah. and basically what I want to do is I want to go through what I think could happen. Not what I think will happen, but, like, Miracle World... One in a hundred dice roll, something crazy happens. What could this particular game get? Including Game of the Year. Not wins, but nominations. Why could I do the hand gesture towards Baldur's Gate 3? Uh, I'll get there. I'm doing this in alphabetical, so it will be one of the first ones. So we start off with Alan Wake 2, which couldn't actually be a contender. Yeah, um, with all the, I think it's like the last shoehorned in one though. It's uh, not gonna win anything. Uh, so I'll go through all so of them and then I'm gonna rank them from one to thirty-two. And what I think is gonna happen. So Alan Wake, right? I think Goaty is gonna be in all of these because yeah, direction. A lot of people like the direction in the game. On the direction post, one of like the three were Baldur's Gate, Spider Man. Uh, and Alan Wake. I guess. <laughs> you at least know where the people are voting. So, um, I don't know if it'll actually get direction, but if it got... And this is like best case scenario stuff. Like we're talking best case scenario, they love it, one in 100 sided die, here's what could happen. Narrative, both performances of Alan Wake and the new lead. Art direction, horror game, kind of makes sense. Sound, horror game, and then action-adventure. I don't know if it goes like into stuff like score. I don't really think that would happen, even on a best-case scenario. But that's what I think. Eight. I think, and I'm not including players' voice either. Because, like... yeah. That their fan bases are cringe and they change their mind every two seconds. And also sometimes the selection that they have includes stuff that wasn't actually from this year and also has stuff snubbed from this year. So I'm not including players' voices. Or has a game win that hasn't even came out yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Halo. Okay, so then we have Armored Core 6. This game kind of fell off hard. <laughs> um... On a best-case scenario, though, I think direction, action game, 
and then score, sound, and then art direction. I have six here. I don't entirely think it can get into many genre type categories, as I say they are. Maybe innovation. I don't know the features in that game, really. But I'm not sure. <laughs> for wait for Armored Core. Like the innovation and oh, accessibility. Yeah, no. I didn't put it in that category. I'm not sure. I think that... the only one that I can think of is probably like Forza and probably Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah. Because usually it's a Sony game and probably Forza. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Assassin's Creed games do get some love sometimes. Yeah. Um, Goatee, like direction, but probably at like the 15th place <laughs> um performance for the main guy action and adventure narrative and art direction and i say art direction because odyssey got it i get rid of narrative because even the reviews that i read like from journalists heavily criticize the narrative okay, okay. so i'll take it off then but i'm keeping art direction because of past history of it getting art direction which I find fucking insane that Celeste didn't get art direction, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey did. Like, hello. What happened? <laughs> what the hell happened? Baldur's Gate 3. Here we go. So, again, this is not including player's voice. It'll probably get that, though. Uh, direction, narrative. I say two performances. Very rarely. It's only ever happened once where there's been three. Score, art direction, RPG, and then Goaty. Are the eight. I did not say sound, even on a best case scenario, because there's a shit ton of sound contenders this year. And you you, you say, oh, it could get in because it's a big contender. But like even when they are big contenders, there's a lot of cool stuff with sound. Yeah, but there's always like at least a fucking stupid one that they throw in there. Because it gets thrown in there because it's a game. Okay, yeah, so that's a like Spider-Man contender. That's a Spider-Man. No, it would one. be probably Tears of the Kingdom. Well, that got sound last time. Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna get in this time. Exactly. Um, I don't have sound though. Maybe I'm dumb and it does get sound and it gets ten nominations, including player's voice. I I I'm sticking with eight. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Has gotten a lot of hype in the indie category. That would be yeah. its first start. People have said a lot of good things about the score. I think that would Some be the next see, yeah. step for it. If they wanted to go farther, Action Game has a plethora of potential candidates. Um, however, sometimes they throw a bone to games, and that's like the only thing they get is like an Action Game nomination. You know, and then Goaty. This is far less likely than most other of the things that I've just talked about. But I did include indie ones because I I want to represent them. You know? and you they had a good on, year this year. Don't they have the debut indie award too? I, I didn't know if it was debut or not. If it is, I think I'll put it on. Well, I'm yeah. I'm just saying they do have that award too i think that'll probably be announced on twitter because it's smaller than the indie well last year debut indie game was on the stage oh okay and then indie game was the one that they rambled off i don't remember that stuff so 
well, I, I rewatched it recently because I wanted to see someone's reaction to some of the stuff. So whatever. Bramble the Mountain King. This is only on my radar because of that one guy that really liked it and thought I was going to get into some stuff. Um, the IMDb guy. So indie game, I think is where it, it would start. Art direction looks pretty solid. I think they're, it's, it's kind of lacking this year and they like going for indie games. It's not the most out of nowhere thing to go for. I kind of think score is lacking this year. Score is kind of lacking this year. I think going from their narrative, but at like 20th place or something, like it's very not likely to happen. But in, in a perfect world for this particular game, one in 100-sided die being roll, I think it could, and then Godi are the four. I have heard nothing about the score, even from the guy that predicted it for stuff didn't put it in score so that's those are the four categories i think it would go into unless it was also a debut but i don't know cocoon has had a lot of hype recently it was it's on xbox it's getting a lot of love on xbox i would say this year's citizen sleeper almost but not as heavy <laughs> um i think we'll start with indie game of course Family game, apparently. It's a family game. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so. Score. I've heard some things about it, although not a ton. Art direction looks very solid. Lacking category. Could definitely get in. And then Goaty. And then I don't know if it's a debut or not. Just put an asterisk next to every indie game, because I don't fucking know if it's a debut or not. Um, Dave the diver <laughs> uh we start with indie of course the pixel art maybe art direction yeah maybe and then i just went straight to goatee maybe i'm missing something but i don't really know if it would get much even on like a like a good day for it like i don't know if it would get like like family game i don't know if it would get like, yeah, like, this and Pizza Tower are the biggest indie games this year, arguably. Even more than, like, Cocoon and Sea of Stars. Which oh, I'll Cocoon, yeah. But Sea of Stars, it wasn't as popular, but it is pretty big. Sure. Like, if you know what I mean. But Pizza Tower was massive earlier in the year, if you remember that. We'll get to it eventually. Dead Space Remake. Aw, poor game. <laughs> poor game. Honestly, though. <laughs> um, direction is like a probably number 20 spot <laughs> um not actually that low it's probably like in the top 15 somewhere art direction because of the rustic space vibe um sound for what survival horror getting sound that's crazy action oh. adventure goatee i don't know if the score is prevalent at all I don't know if it gets into any other genre types. The or... score doesn't exist because it's heavily reliant on sound. Mm. Makes sense. So. And then I don't know if it would get into like innovation and accessibility. I don't think so. So it'd, be, it'd get those five. Or if it even gets anything at all. Ha 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 We'll see. Uh, Dredge. Dredge. Starts out an indie game. I think it'll get it this year. 
art direction looks stellar. I might even put it into my actual top five. Um, reminds me of um, The Return of the Oberdan, yeah. which fucking what? So it reminds me of that. I'll put it in. Um, and then I just put Goaty. I don't know if there's a narrative that's prevalent. I don't think you would get that. I don't think it's like a family game. I would fit into any other genre types. I have not heard anything about the score. So it's those three in a perfect world. 16. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Your favorite game. Yep. The perfect game. <laughs> the, perfect. the most perfectest game ever in the world, guys. <laughs> it's so perfect. There's um, nothing wrong with it. We start with Direction, which I think it might actually get... I'm sorry. Um, when? Narrative. Because fucking Final Fantasy VII got narrative, so there you go. Score, which is probably winning. Uh, I put performance times two, because I think the main guy is going to get in, because I've just been conditioned by literally everyone at this fucking point to just say, Ben has this fucking Clive guy. Put him in. He says funniness a lot. And then earlier in the year, it was Ralph Innocent. The deep-voiced guy. So I have two in like a perfect world scenario. They could both get in. RPG, despite how much you hate it, that's the category it goes into. Art direction and sound. And then goatee. So nine. Now, will it actually get nine? No. Perfect. Maybe not your perfect world. But I'm saying like four people for this game. Perfect world. One in one hundred sided dice roll. This is what it would get, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would not be a perfect world for me. <laughs> I want to see with zero nominations. Really? Not even like art direction. Yeah, really. Damn, damn, damn. Didn't you give it like a six? No, I think I gave it like a four. Really? Damn. I thought you gave it a six. That maybe that's what you said on the pod, and then you've just changed your mind over time. played this month super mario you played super mario? no this is popular this mm. um damn i don't know what the fuck not 16 is just type in it 2022 no 2023 looking for 2023 you goof just type it in uh x x and then you could just find it from there this is all 14 DLC. Maybe you just... Just type in the V in the I. Come. V-I. B-I? B-I. V-I. There we go. I gave it a four. Yeah, I gave okay. it a four. Yeah, I gave it a four. That's... Yeah, well, what's the average for it? 4.0... 8 out of t You halved it. Damn. Okay. Uh, What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Forza Motorsport. <laughs> Forza Motorsport. Let's start with Racing Game, because it's winning that category. Right? Um, innovation and Accessibility. Last one got in. And won. So this could very easily get in. Sound will probably happen this year for it because 
Gran Turismo got in, and then Forza Horizon 5 won sound. So we're going with that. And then Goaty. It'd get four. Yeah. And it's got really good reviews, too. So. Yeah. Um, Ghost Runner 2. No one's talking about it. Yeah. Um, but it has solid reviews. I think it's in contention for action game somewhere. Um, I put sound because it's a shooty shoot game. Uh, I put score because it's like techno-y. They, they sometimes nominate techno scores, but they like very rarely ever actually win. And then Goaty would be the four. Um, Hi-Fi Rush. We start with um, narrative. Apparently it's pretty fun. You know, it's got a lot of comedy in it. People like it. Performance for the main guy. I've heard some hype for it. I didn't even know it had voice acting. Yeah, <laughs> but it does. That um, That's new art direction. Makes sense. Makes sense. Just look at the game. Uh, score. Because, you know, it's, it's a rhythm-based game. Stuff like Metal Hell Singer got in because it timed to the beat. Um, action adventure. Sound. And Goaty. Or the six. I didn't put it in direction because it just... Like, I don't know, even... It doesn't even feel that big, to be honest. I don't know if it would, even in a perfect world. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. (laughs) Hogwarts Legacy. Your also most favoritist game of all time ever. Yeah? It's one of the best games this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We start off with Direction. 11 out of 10. uh, Narrative. Score. Performance. RPG, Art Direction, Sound, Goaty. You wanted to get into none of <laughs> I wanted it to not even be considered. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. Ah, oh, you're also most favoritist game of all time ever. Tears of the Kingdom is up next. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we start off with Direction, Narrative, because for because it has one. It has one. It's going to get in this time. Uh, performance because some people have said they want Ganon and some people have said they want Zelda even in a perfect world I think it would only get one so fuck you in a perfect world I don't think it would get any Uh, so true art direction score sound action adventure Goaty your favoriteest most epicest game of all time it's really epic and <laughs> it's very layup. I, I, if I talk to a Tears of the Kingdom fan, they can't tell me why it's great. <laughs> uh, why so ch- is Tears of the Kingdom a masterpiece? Cause it is. Bi- the reviews are good. What about your review? <laughs> didn't play. <clears throat> I didn't play it. I saw gameplay on YouTube. Mm. Oh, 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 interesting. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Have you Lies of P, baby? Have you played Baldur's Gate 3? No, it's turn based. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lies of P. RPG would be where it starts. Art direction, score, and goatee would be the four. I think. Um, Like a dragon in Shin. Hey, look at that. It's right there. Right convenient time um it would only get two it would get action game and goatee <laughs> that's all it would get um 
Mortal Kombat 1. I, I tossed nearly everything in here, so I'm just going to... Uh, I'm going for it. Uh, fighting game, multiplayer game, and then Goatee would be the three. And I think it's going to get two of them. Because Multiversus and TMNT got into multiplayer last year. Yeah. So, I'm, that's what I'm going it's a, it's, there's a chance. Um, there's a Octopath chance. Traveler 2. Remember that game? Most people don't. <laughs> uh, RPG Art Direction. I think it's getting those either way. Score. I don't know. The 4.3 says otherwise. And then Goaty would be the 4. Uh, Pikmin 4. Family Game Action Adventure Goaty. What the fuck is that? Well, everything averages up four on this site, which fucking sucks. Basically? Yeah. Damn. Like, I'll probably go to Resident Evil 6 and, oh, that's pretty shit. <laughs> 2.5. Pokemon Black, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Gamers are a lot more biased. I don't know. Astro's Playground is probably a four. Yeah, it's 3.9. Yeah, damn. Makes you just want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, mmm, mmm. Pizza Tower. Indie game. Family game, action adventure, goatee. I don't know about art direction. Maybe because it's pixely. I made that case for Dave the Diver. It's more wacky pixely. Like wacky, wacky. I don't even think. Is it pixely? I thought it was just like more hand drawn. Peas. It doesn't even have gameplay. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, it's it's more hand drawny. Maybe, although they don't really go for hand drawn stuff. Like there have been remasters and remakes that look very similar to this that have not gotten it. So yeah, fuck you. Remnant Two, action game multiplayer game Goaty. Keep going. Resident Evil Four, your actual most favoritist epic lay epic poggers game ever. Possibly. Possibly one of. Great. Direction, Leon Kennedy performance, sound, uh, action adventure, art direction, narrative, Goaty would be the seven. It won't get that, I'm sorry. But, perfect world, there you go. Sea of Stars, direction, art direction, score, RPG, indie game, narrative, Goaty. I think indie game... And RPG are nearly locks for the game. And then going from there, art, direction, and score. And then you have those other three being goatee, direction, and narrative. Really like, I had Spooter Guy. Spider Butt. Monkey Boy. <laughs> um, we have direction, performance, times two. Pick and choose. There's a couple of people, I guess. Sound, score, art direction, narrative, action adventure, innovation, goatee. It's the only game, I guess outside of maybe Baldur's Gate, that has a shot at 11. Yeah. Including yeah. players. No, I agree with Spider-Man having the most noms, probably. Yeah. Most likely. <clears throat> uh, Star Field, the most epicest 
Poggers, Bethesda, Microsoft game ever. <laughs> it is one of the most Poggers, Bethesda game ever. I like the part where you have to load. What? <laughs> I like the loading screens. Mm, loading screen. Direction, because Todd Howard, which isn't happening, actually. Like, my God. Um, RPG, score, sound, innovation, narrative, art direction, performance, goatee. Or the seven. Narrative, even in, in like a perfect world. That's like a that's like a if they really loved it. Well whatever. Star Wars Jedi Comrade. Uh direction, performance, narrative, score, sound, action, adventure, goatee. Finally you consider it as a pretty decently possibly i i'm not saying i agree with it i'm saying perfect it, world. It, here's what it could get I, I think it is a pretty decent contender this year i don't know it like it came out so early no one's talking about it it's because it came out so early yeah except exactly. don't bring up that argument when i say no one's talking about tears of the kingdom because that's wrong because i'm right <laughs> what the fuck uh, yeah, I was talking about Tears of the Kingdom, so therefore it's not winning. It's going to Baldi's Gate 3. Street Fighter 6. Shit Fighter 6. Shit Fighter 6. Game was so mediocre. No, it was I don't know great. about that. It was, pretty great. Ah. it was pretty great. Even if the story was kind of bad, <laughs> it was pretty great. Uh, direction would be a shock, but it could. Art direction, score, fighting game, multiplayer game, goatee. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, direction, art direction, score, family game, multiplayer game, action adventure, goatee. I wouldn't put sound. I would rather kill myself and put it in sound. Wulong Fallen Destiny. Remember this shit. Dynasty. Dynasty. I said, what did I say? Density? Density. 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 RPG or action adventure. I couldn't pick, so I just said it'd be one or the other. Art direction, goatee. Now, we're going to talk about what I have. Final picks. I'm ranking them from where was lords of the fallen oh yeah people actually hate that game now yeah that's why i don't have it in for anything yeah people actually hate it now uh so ranking these 32 from what i think is most likely and what i'm predicting my top six and then down okay number one tears of the kingdom two ballers gate three three spider-man two that's not confusing four I'm adding Mario Bros. Wonder. Mm -hmm. I'm going for it. I think it's happening. I was denying it. I'm actually it. down for that pick, though. I was denying it, and then it had a 93 on Metacritic, and people claimed it was one of the best 2D platformers ever. So I'm actually totally down. I'm for totally it. down for a 2D side-scrolling game to get. Yeah, I'm totally down. Uh, RE4, and then Final Fantasy 16 are my top six. I get as the days get closer to the nomination announcements, I, I just doubt more and more that RE4 is even going to get nominated for some reason. That's why I have it at five. <laughs> that's why I have it at five. Like at the back of my mind, like, what if? What if? That's that's why it's at number five for me. Seven! Shit, like Alan Wake 2 is number seven. I think if there's a spoiler, they switch out RE4 yeah. for Alan Wake 2. I think that's where they would go for it. Because I, with three survival horror games this year, 
this critically acclaimed, <laughs> one of them is getting it. My yeah. thought was RE4, but the hype right now is on Alan Wake 2, and people have like a weird thing with remakes, even though the second one got in, and it also was a remake, but I don't know, whatever, it's fine. Uh, 8, Hogwarts Legacy. I think it gets RPG and probably score for literally no fucking reason. And then we kind of just go from there. Uh, 9, Armored Core 6, action game sound, I guess. And you go from there. 10, Street Fighter 6. I finally took it off the list. I really wanted to keep it, but yeah. Despite its impact and how much it sold, how much it brought back Street Fighter, and how much it deserves it, people are cringe. And they're yeah, not going to go have to nominate the action-adventure game. <coughs> Where X and or Square are the attack button. I'm specifically harping on Final Fantasy sixteen. Spider-Man, you, you could theoretically just mash Square, although I didn't do that. Because I actually like well, doing cool yeah, shit. Yeah, at least, here's the thing about Spider-Man too, though. At least you could press, like, triangle to pull people closer to you, or, like, web spam them or whatever. And you but, can also, like, bounce shit off of gadgets, and then you can, like, you know, you could kill, like, ten people at once. Well, even, even without just those ability buttons, you can still have some sort of combos with jumping. But in Final Fantasy 16, you have the square button. And then you hold the square button to have a flame sword that lasts half a second. Uh, and you can jump and then keep attacking them. Then you can dash towards the other so just the and last attack game? them. No, so because, just Final Fantasy because you had Because you had a heavy attack. Oh, you're right. There was basically you had heavy, two yeah. different stances, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Basically, you can quickly basically, switch between. Basically. You can quickly switch between. Basically. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, 11 Starfield. I remember when I had this in for like a shit ton of categories. It just feels dead now, to be honest with you. Todd's not getting direction. Yeah, they didn't cook. <laughs> uh, they didn't cook, right? People, Microsoft fans are even divided on it, and no one else they, is talking about well, they, it. So. They did cook, but it was left in the in, in the it was left in the fridge, just leftovers for two months, and nobody wanted to eat it because it was shit. So now they have to throw it away or give it to the dog or the outside animal. Twelve Star Wars Jedi Survivor. <laughs> That's uh, I don't know. Here's why. Here's why. Maybe action adventure. Maybe score. Maybe sound. But there's just so many in those particular categories, and no one's talking about Star Wars, especially because now there's like bad blood with the development behind the scenes. With a new one and stuff. I don't know if that's going to affect it. But 12. It's top 15, but it's not top 10. 13 Sea of Stars, I think because of RPG and art direction. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush at 14, I think has a shot with some stuff. 15 Forza, because people were mad for some reason that Horizon 5 didn't get in. And now it's just another good Forza game that's going to get the same nominations as last time. And people are going to be like, and then they're like, shit and come. 16 Dead Space Remake. This is the least likely of the um, survival horror games to get in. Um, 17 Assassin's Creed Mirage. This would be the lowest scoring game to ever get in if it did get in. Um... 
It just it, it came out and that's it. Yeah, people said the critics are wrong and they don't talk about it after two days. I'm so chill. Pikmin four, I think we'll get Family Game and that's about it. It's just it's another Nintendo game that could put in the family game. For everything. Uh nineteen Lies of P. Some people really love it, but not a ton of people are talking about it. Twenty Dave the Diver. I think indie game is pretty solid for the mom, but outside of that, not super likely. Oh shit, did I skip Diablo 4? Oh well, 21 Diablo 4. Um, that's, yeah, I had it in my top 10. No, I had it in my top 6. I had it at number 6. Early. I remember, early in the year. Yeah. And then it got great reviews. I'm like, oh shit, I can keep it in. We're, we're going to have such a diverse lineup. And then... All those microtransactions and just the immediate turning of the fan base really just dropped it. Not even just that, but there's just been so much this year. Oh, that's true. They're not going to pick that game over an action-adventure game. Or even like an RPG, because there was a ton of those this year. That's true. Um, 22, Mortal Kombat 1. That has way less of a shot. If they're going to go for a fighting game, go for Street Fighter. 23, Dredge. 24 Octopath Traveler. I think it'll get art direction and RPG, probably, and that's it. 25 Like a Dragon Inshin. They don't like the Yakuza games, so I'm just going to ignore it. Uh, 20s. Oh, I missed Remnant 2. Did I? I don't remember. Either way, that's not likely to happen. Uh, Cocoon at 27. 28 Pizza Tower. 29 Ghost Runner 2, because no one's talking about it. 30 Wulon. 31 Bramble. The Mountain King in 32, Bomb Rush, Cyberpunk. Cyberfunk. That was a lot of rambling of me for like an hour. I'm sorry. What the hell is that sans in <laughs> Well, now you know what the Pizza Tower fans are. 12-year-olds who love Undertale. Mm, of course. And they like FNAF. FNAF? <laughs> FNAF. They like FNAF. Um, so, yeah. I changed... Some of my predictions. Um, just sort of talking about possibilities. Other ones I missed, Lords of the Fallen. Although I don't think that's going to get a single thing. Um, Fire Emblem Engage came out in January. Completely forgot about that one. But the last Fire Emblem game, one player's voice. So like it could get something. Like Sim Strategy, probably. Um... There's probably another one. But yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Avatar doesn't count, comes out too late. COD doesn't come out, comes too late. Actually, when does it come out? Oh, crap. I don't fucking know and care. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did, wouldn't Midnight Suns count for strategy? That's like... Oh, yeah, it would count for this year. It would count for strategy. If they don't have a strategy, yeah. It would count for... Yeah. It got good reviews, I think. So. It did get good reviews. Although... Uh, both the Series X and Xbox One versions were on sale. And I was going to go for the Xbox One version so I could have, like, put it in my storage with the four terabyte. But apparently it crashes a lot. It was like a three point something. Like, it's oh, not yeah. very high. So that makes sense. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I guess I have to fucking get the big, giant, dense one. And I have to delete games for it. 
Oh, like the PlayStation port is better than the Xbox one? No, no, I'm saying like the Xbox Series X version is better than the Xbox oh, One yeah. version. Oh, yeah. No, that... Yeah, that... Yeah. That's why the Baldur's Gate 3 was delayed, because the Xbox Series S, they just couldn't get to run well, so they have to cut, like, the co-op, the couch split screen. Well, none of my family would want to play it anymore. <laughs> My my sister would like the character customizer and then come actually playing the game. She would fucking leave. <laughs> That's um, me every time I start a new playthrough, too. You're just like, ah, <laughs> oh, I like this character. I'm done. I'm good. Ah, damn, when does when, when do I get to the part where I can start? Playing? When does it get good? <laughs> when does can it I get start good? fucking? They reduced the speed running. The sex speed running. Now you can't sex speed run in less than two minutes. You have to actually, like, earn it now. Mm. What the fuck? Anyhow. Yeah. That, w- that, that was me rambling. Do you have anything about anything that I just said? No. Do you agree with my top six-ish? Oh, man. I just want to see the nominations already. My guess is next Monday. My guess is next Monday. Um. Yeah. I'm ready. We've been talking about it a lot over the past yeah, year. I just want to get to it. I want to get to it. I'm ready. Um, we'll probably do one uh, winner pick. Just feel the vibe, you know? Feel the vibe. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else? No. No? Why not? Just start growing it. Dude, it's like dark out. It's not even 5 o'clock. Yeah, because of... Yeah. yeah. Damn you, daylight saving. Yeah, we're stuck on this time, aren't we now? What? Are we stuck on this time now? This is the last daylight savings? Uh, is it? I thought... Well, at least we get to keep an hour of sleep. <laughs> at least, yeah, until... At least that's what we get. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have anything else, I guess. You can do the outro. <laughs> okay. Uh, ChiliMarty69 on uh, Twitter, The Real Chillmart on Instagram, Chillmart Podcast on YouTube, and Chillmart on Spotify. Bazinga! Oh, come on. Oh, man, what the fuck? What the fuck? Stop it! You didn't stop it. Stop What are you doing?